So this week on Top 5 for Fighting, we'll try and keep things straighter than Dak Prescott's ankle. Oof. <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. Tell you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, "Why did I do this?" Here we go. He's got that look on his face like he's getting ready to punch a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, (laughs) hauling nothing but underwear, hauling naked too, underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. (laughs) I'm gonna have me some fun. I didn't see the injury. That's but brutal. I hear it was pretty bad. I didn't want. I hear it was like Thiesman-esque. It's, uh, I, I'll put it up there. It wasn't as glaringly bad because Thiesman's. I mean, shit felt like it took up the whole TV screen. Yeah, for the, like 45 minutes, they just kept showing it. This one, when he went down, you you noticed it, but it's. I mean, like I when Thiesman's leg snapped, it was just. You could not miss it. The way Dak went down and kind of rolled and the other player and stuff, like you didn't see it at first. The the announcers didn't even know at first, um, but it, it was bad. I didn't even want to see it. And Amy was like, did you see the injury? Did you see that? I'm like, no, I didn't see the injury. She goes, find it. Find it. I want to see it. I'm like, um, I don't. I've seen enough of them. Yeah. I've damn. seen enough. Just go watch Friday the 13th, babe. So, yeah. She, so, I mean, look it up. Just absolutely brutal and just, I mean, God. All the crap that guy's... I mean, I know he's loaded and millionaire and all that stuff, but, God, you just hate to see any player go through something like that. Yeah, now that... And that brings up a lot of... Compound fracture. A compound fracture and dislocation. It's just the worst... Gross. ...possible injury a football player, any athlete, could could take. Um, especially a sport that's so... That, you know, running is everything. Yeah. It's... It's just brutal. Well, I, I read a I read a very lengthy article on ESPN today uh, before you got here, and they were talking about it's a very rough injury, but it's also um, very common to recover from it completely. Right. Um, they're also, you know, now because he didn't sign an extension last year, what do they do now? You know what I mean? Because because this was supposed to be his contract year. Uh, the salary cap is actually going to go down next year. Because of the local revenue loss this year, he currently is thirteen point four percent of their payroll. Yeah. Next year it would be like almost nineteen. Do they keep him? Do they move on? The, the The common thread of thought is that he'll get franchise tagged again next year. Because if they don't, fran- they, they're not going to see him play again. No, before they have to make that decision. So how right. do you say? Well, here's five years. You know, he's got, yeah. he's got enough of a resume that he can say, "Look, he, he's he's worth a good con." I mean, I. I, I mean, I've dogged on him a lot in the past couple years just because he's never won a playoff game. But that's no, not all his fault. No one player can can win playoff games in in football. But at the same time, I mean, my personal feeling: the Cowboys should have taken care of him. Yeah, I think that they were scared what was going to happen with when Ezekiel because Ezekiel Elliott was drafted the same year right. and was worth had to pay more money. It's a Amari lot of Cooper money between yep. two, those and, two and Amari players. Cooper. Uh, they have zero defense. I think what they had was they had a general deal in place with him, but the Cowboys wanted 
a five or a six year deal. And Dak Prescott wanted a two or a three year deal because after this season or next season, the TV contracts get renegotiated. Right. And the salary cap's going to go through the roof. Right. Because, and he wanted to be able to renegotiate quickly instead of saying, oh, hey, you know, the new quarterbacks. So, I mean, like we talked about yesterday with hockey, that the salary cap is, I mean, you got to have a damn PhD in astrophysics. Right. Which maybe Patricia should start doing that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll move on to that. Rocket scientist, my ass. <laughs> well, you know, rocket scientists and defense is kind of different, but I, I mean, it, it's it's it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Right now, they're in great shape because they've got the beige water pistol. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't even get it out. Um, you know, what, what do they do? I mean, they don't they don't have any. They, they can't. Why, you're not going to trade away for anybody. That's who would you trade for? Because if you trade for somebody like Matt Stafford, you still then what do you do? You get rid of him at the end of the season? It'd be awesome. And not, not now is it's a, it came a little bit earlier this year, but now Detroit fans are completely rooting for them to lose so Patricia and Quinn get fired. And it's we're just we're used to this in Detroit. Well, if they don't go to the playoffs, they're probably going to get fired anyway. Um, um, playoffs? Not to sound like what? What's his name? Playoffs? No, I'm not arguing it's, with you. I mean, just, you're you're if four weeks in, you're one and three. You have one win. You've got it. You've got a rough chance to make the playoffs for sure. But I mean, the, stranger things have happened, and I think that that's the bar by which coaches are going to be measured. I take that back. If they were in the NFC East, they would have a shot at the. If playoffs. they were in the NFC, they'd be tied for second. <laughs> so messed up. Isn't it crazy? And there's an extra playoff spot this year, or two? Is there? There's one in each conference. One in each conference. Yep. There's one in each conference. There's seven teams instead. Of, no. What is there normally? There's normally eight teams. Right. There's nine teams this year. Um, Which is cool. Yeah. I, I mean, playoffs. Uh, okay. Everybody wins. Yeah. Everybody well, wins. Well, what it means, what it what it does do is make that number one seed that much more important. Right. Not, oh, well, we've got number two locked up. We'll get the bye. Sure. You know, so, I mean, it was, uh, I, yesterday was a very uneventful day in football for me. Um, I mean, I have five fantasy teams. I lost in all five of them. I absolutely got just destroyed. I'm on a roll. Yes, you are. You're absolutely killing it. My fantasy team is I, – I, I lost in week one. I ain't looked back since. You know what hurt me this week? I have a lot of Bills, a lot of Titans, a lot of Broncos, and a lot of uh, Denver players. Not like or, um, uh, New England paid right. – not, not like like all of them, right. but enough that they're like you know a Jerry Judy or a Josh Allen. Important players. And you wake up on Sunday morning and they're like, well – Titans have another positive test, and their game isn't until tomorrow night at seven. So, are they going to play? I can't take the I can't take the chance. So, in one league, I I'm I lost by Wait, which game are you talking about? Tomorrow night is uh, Buffalo and Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I have Josh Allen, and I have Devin Singletary, and I have, I have not heard that that was canceled. Yet, I, so. I haven't heard it was canceled either. But the Titans facility got closed down yesterday. Now, for fantasy purposes, does that game count for this week? If it's played by Tuesday, it counts. For okay. fantasy, if it's if it's postponed or a buy, you know whatever. But so I'm like, okay, well, I got Josh Allen as my starter in one league. So what do I do? So I go on the waiver on like, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's going to play against Miami. You know, uh, a guy that I referee with. His philosophy is if he thinks that the game is going to get canceled, he doesn't play him. And and that's kind of the smart thing to do. So I put Josh Allen on the bench. I put Jimmy Garoppolo in. Point one points. Point one. So if if jo- and I lost by twenty two <laughs> points. So if Josh Allen plays tomorrow night and scores twenty three points, I'm you know what? I'm gonna straight up riot. I'm gonna burn some shit down. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it <laughs> see pays, if it pays off. off. <laughs> <laughs> but I have like you know in every league I had two or three guys, and I'm just sitting here yesterday morning going, 
you can't wait. Like I had to play Malcolm Brown in one league. He got like what three carries. What the hell am I going to do? Because there was no four o'clock games yesterday, and there's it just it's it's really. It's I'm not weird. I'm not complaining, but man, does it's it weird. make Sunday morning tink tink stinker tinkers? Yeah, it makes them uh, rough. <laughs> it's, but it's just hopefully it's just one of those weird off weeks. But um, back to Dak Prescott, I we know this. He's going to come back. Yeah, he'll be back. And he's going to be fine. Medical technology is... Whether he plays for Dallas or it's another team, Dak's young enough, and he'll be fine. I personally think, um, and people can hate me for what, for whatever they want, apparently I don't know shit about football from the way my p- pool is gone, where I pick, and well, my fantasy in teams. in fairness, you're a ref. That's true. Let's just get that out there. I think Dak Prescott is a very serviceable quarterback, but I also think he's extremely overrated for, for these reasons. He's got one of the five best running backs in the NFL behind yep. him. He had, for every year up until this year, he had one of the top three offensive lines in Almost front of him. every year in Dallas. He also had a great tight end and mm-hmm. very above-average receivers. You know, Dallas wins because not because their defense is any good. They win because they're able to outscore. We were seeing them kind of fall apart this year, but what happens if Dak Prescott goes to, a, let's say, Cincinnati? Never gonna where happen. he won't, he won't. But I know, but I know what you're saying. But whose offensive line is? Don't you put very that weak. voodoo on me? <laughs> no, I know, I know. Hey, you know, if in Cincinnati had an offensive Love line, Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's looking really good. Uh, let's pick a different team then. Let's go um, Buffalo. Well, I mean, granted, but Buffalo's Buffalo's very talented too. I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking an average team. Forget quarterbacks currently. Just the, let's put him on the Jets. The, the offense. No, I wouldn't do that to him. Yeah, not, not, not even a deck. I mean, Buff, Buffalo. He might be very good. Athletes. They, they've they've got a lot of athletes, but you know what about Atlanta? Let's put him on Atlanta. What does he do in Atlanta? Oh, that's a good match. You know, well, I mean, what happens if he ends up in Philadelphia? Which that would never happen. But I, you know, if he does, if he's not a Cowboy next year, he'll be a he'll be an Indianapolis Colt. I, I was think. just damn it. Shit. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm I was going to say the Colts because Rivers isn't exactly lighting it up. No, Rivers will not get another twenty million dollar deal from anybody. Um, no. He does not look that good. But they've they, but. That that's where they're saying he could end up, and that's what Dallas has to fight against. Do we do we do we give him a contract? Do we franchise him? Because if they don't franchise him, Indianapolis will come after Dak. I would with love a boatload to see of cash. Prescott, yeah, a healthy Prescott. Does Dak Prescott? Does Dak Prescott end up in San Francisco? Because Jimmy G's in his contract year. Yeah, it's, and you know what? Hasn't blown my socks off. It's early, no off season. You always got to factor that in there. I mean, it's yeah, but even last year, we're we're four weeks in now. And what have I been saying since day one? Wait till the yeah. four-week mark, and yeah. then we're going to see who's real and who's not. But even last year, they went to the Super Bowl, but they didn't go to the Super Bowl because Jimmy Garoppolo. What would have happened in that Super Bowl last year if they'd have had somebody that was – I think Jimmy Garoppolo is serviceable. I know that he came out of New England and everything, right. but, I mean, he look at the wide receivers he had last year, and they just ran the hell out of the ball and played he defense. He got himself so. in that position – yeah, he did. Uh, he did. Not, not on accident, just like Dak Prescott. I mean, he's not a horrible quarterback. No, he Dak Prescott is an above-average quarterback, but he is not a Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson or, you know what I mean? I think he's top third of the league. But here's the thing, and I for some reason I always bring this up in sports. What if you take that player to a different team, a different environment, different franchise, different system? How much better could he be? Indianapolis, True. I think, is a absolute home run of a spot. How much better could he be? How much worse could he be? Because, like you said, you know he had offensive line, the running back, and all that stuff. He didn't mess it up. No, no, no. I mean, it's, no. It's not like you you could say, well, God, you know, the, the defense like Baltimore that one year, 
that got oh, Trent yeah. Dilfer a Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> Trent Dilfer managed the game. That's he, true. He wasn't and, and lighting the world on fire. That's all you could ask him to do, really, was but manage the game. when you watch Dak play, he makes plays. You're like, damn, this, you know, he's good. He does. He, so, he's, he's, and, and, he, and he does get better every year. It, exactly. But would I take him over Russell Wilson? Or, or take 98% of the league over Russell Wilson. Yeah, that guy, he, this could be his MVP year, as long as he stays healthy. So far, at that, t- t- killing it. Yeah. Ugh. So let's talk about a league that matters. The, the NBA? NHL. Yeah. Oh, you mean they're dropping seventy percent ratings? The NBA? No, they're. I'm. I'm glad they're over, so I don't have to worry about hearing about them. I. I purposely ignore it. Um, the NHL free agency has been an absolute. I know more so for me than you, but it's been an absolute zoo. It's been awesome. It's been. Um, there's been some signings that I sh- I've taken my head and gone. Just really? flat really? out giddy. You are. So, yeah. Yeah. It, Very happy. Well, yeah, because my team's getting better finally. A so lot better. It's, uh, hugely improved over the course of four days. So it's been, it's, it's crazy. I mean, everyone's still waiting to see where Petrangelo goes. Um, you do me a favor. <laughs> I'll just show it to you. Move that bottle of Gus and Brew, will you? <laughs> Why over here? It looked like you had a big, big dick sticking right up. <laughs> it's exactly what it looked like. Frustrating. <laughs> Frustrating. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Sorry. Um, and then it's going to be interesting to see what Tampa Bay does with with their cap restraints and how you know this GM is really going to earn his money this year. T- Tampa Bay is going to—they've let the people that they've let go go so that they can take that money and put it into Sergeyev and those guys. And they're going to call up—they're going to call up minor leaguers. Um, That's what they're going to do. They're going to call and, up minor leaguers to fill those spots. And they've got a stacked farm system. Yes, as they well. do. Um, you know, it's—it'll be. I'm so excited for this next hockey season because it—it's going to be. It's going to be pretty exciting, and all all signs point to it starting in January, like January first. God, what a New Year's Day present that would be! Yeah, kick off a new year with the NHL. Um, yeah, it's just it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it just really has. I mean, texting with you and especially Richard, my buddy Blake, who's a massive hockey fan like I am. Um, it's it's just, it's been awesome. I mean, it was cool to see Tampa win. If you're a Tampa fan. Um, I didn't even watch the cup presentation. I was like, I knew they were going to win. It was already getting late, so I went to sleep. I and watched it, it. I watched Bettman get up there and look like he had, I don't know, look like he had cancer or something. The guy, the guy does not look, the guy does not look healthy. He did not sound healthy. Well, that's what le- years of living a life of crime will do to a person. Always oh, looking over your shoulder. I'm not saying he's crooked or anything, but I mean, Dak Prescott's ankle is impressed with how crooked he is. Yeah, he's Dak Prescott. Dak, yeah, well done. Thank you. That's that's what I do. <laughs> Find the line and gently step over it with a steamroller. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was uh, lots of hockey I, for me. What else you got going on? Not much. I, I went. I mean, I saw Tory Krug signed a seven-year deal with the St. Louis St. Louis Blues. Here's the thing, dude. Seven years. Why are teams still signing players for seven years? I I mean, unless your name's Ken Holland. Like I was going to say, he didn't sign with Edmonton when uh, Detroit signed Bobby Ryan. Safe, one million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very skilled player. Getting older, but he's not like he's washed up and in his forties. I mean, a very skilled player for a short contract. I mean, it's it's smart. It was it's two a years smart signing. Was it two years or one? Two years. Two years. Um, and the thing is, when Ken Holland was a GM in Detroit, it seemed like he was just passing out seven year contracts to fucking everybody that just wanted one. 
they had players like Johan Franzen that just came off the books that hadn't played hockey in three years. Good for Johan Franzen? The contracts are were out of control. So all those are off the books finally. Like, there's no more bad contracts. Jimmy Howard, gone. He still had, like, three years left, I think, oh. or something crazy like that. No, Advocator had three years left at a ridiculous amount of salary. Um, he was making, like, $4 million a year and only had, like, two more goals than I did. I don't even play in the NHL. I mean, it, it's... We, we talked several times about how we only had three less wins than Jimmy Howard. <laughs> right? Um, so it's just good to have an... You know, a guy with a, not only a plan but smart signings. Like, you know, there's a lot of really amazing GMs in the NHL, but these seven-year contracts just make me shake my head. Like, what are the chances of that guy finishing out that contract for seven years? How old's Tory Krug? He's he's like in he's late twenties, right? He's not young. I mean, no, he's he's, he's got to be at least that. He's been because he been around for a while. But just assuming he's thirty now, he's going to be damn near forty when his contract's up. There's there's um. I'll say less than a 10% chance that any of these players finish out a seven-year contract. Yeah, I agree. Unless I, you're signing a, a kid 19 years old. But even then... That's a long time, man. That's, I mean, seven that years. That is a long... Uh, uh, it's, it, it, I, don't, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. I don't get it, yeah. But hey. Especially whatever. after St. Louis let some of the people go that they let go. Not Between last year after the Cup and this year, and you're like, but you're going to go give Krug seven years? I mean, I think he's a good player. Absolutely, he's a good player. I mean, he's. I not, wanted him. I wanted yeah. Detroit to go to go after. He wasn't him. like one of the top thirty that were available, but, but there's no way in hell Eisman was no. going to give him a seven year. I don't deal. think. I don't think Eisman would ever give anybody a seven year deal except All of unless your contracts. Unless that, your name is like Stamkos or you know one of those guys. Not even. Why? So he can miss the playoffs every year too. Um. All of these signings that they've done: Bobby Ryan, John Merrill, uh, a, a defenseman, Grice, the goalie. I mean, which was two year. Uh, Nemestikov was another one. These are all short contracts where at the end of next season, <clears throat> see, this is what happens when you get me going on hockey. Forget it. Um, Forget what? It's. I mean, it's, I, I can't stop. Like next year, and the Red Wings alone are going to have 10 unrestricted free agents. Mm-hmm. 10. So even next year, again, they could completely overhaul this roster and re, retool it to get better even faster. So it's... It's going to be interesting to see what happens. And it was, you know, this past few days of free agent stuff was just exciting as hell. Does your team, you, this word, you know, teams start to get better and t- teams and fans like me have hope again. Yeah, it uh, free agency is cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it doesn't matter what sport you like. Free agency, when it kicks off, is awesome because there's always that first two days where it's just like everybody, you know. And, and this year, obviously, it happening the way it happened because you had the draft and then, like, a week later, you had free agency because yeah, which is because we're on normal. a short we're on a shortened cycle. But yeah, it was a, a lot of but, information to I input mean, fast. The free agency for the NHL is nothing like any other sport. I mean, you get more action in the NHL free agency than any other sport. NFL, it seems like you have one or two big splash signings over the course of maybe a day or two because you know the, the lesser names people just don't move as often in football. Hockey, it seems like because of the the cap and the the contracts and the stuff that come up every year. Um, well, football has so many more, and it's a smaller scale in the yeah. NHL than it is the NFL. Yeah, so, so many more positions, right. and and you you the big names are usually locked up well before. And the reason it's so important, in my mind anyway, is because you're talking about a starting five, you know, per line. 
you can drastically improve a team with three or four or five players. Yes. Football, it takes to drastically over overhaul a team dozens of players. Yep. Because you're talking offense, defense, special teams. Um, unless you're the Jets and then Le'Veon Bell's the answer. Unless you're the Jets and you're just like, fuck it. People are going to come anyway. So what do we care? Um, I don't know. It's it's just super exciting. It was It was a lot of fun. Nice. I was happy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good. Very you seemed happy texting back. And oh, forth. I was. I, I was. It wasn't just the players they signed, the caliber of players they signed for how much or how little they signed for was really cool. Which is important. And Domestikov is another one that came up, which I didn't know at the time. Steve, I, I did know that Iserman drafted him when he was in Tampa, but he's the nephew of Slava Kozlov, which was a part of the Russian five sort of when, he was uh, that bad guy in the Rocky and Bullwinkle c- yeah, cartoons right yeah, that was him him uh, and he Natasha? was a uh, longtime fan favorite Red Wing back in the day and it's his nephew which made it even cooler sweet cooler I think all the Russians are related to Probably. some extent they're like all LP, like everybody from Alabama who knows <laughs> yeah so yeah what else is going on well we can go ahead and talk about it now if you want what we lost a legend last week Oh, yeah, Eddie Van Halen. That sucked. Yeah, especially for a, a music guy as as much as you are. Like, when I uh, heard it, I'm like, oh, this this sucks. Um, but, I mean, I mean you know, say? it is what it is. I, the guy chain-smoked. The guy did a lot of drugs. The guy drank a lot. Um, he'd been fighting cancer for a while, from what I understand. I mean the guy deserves to die. No, 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 no. I'm, not saying, I mean? that he, I'm not saying that he deserved to die, but I'm saying that, you know, it's... I, you, you don't you don't think about that shit when you're young and you're bulletproof. You know what I mean. You don't think about what two packs a day will do He's to only you. Sixty five. He was sixty five. Yeah, and he I, five years ago he lost a third of his tongue. And really? It, yeah, they they because he had cancer. He had cancer in his tongue and did not know that. spread to his esophagus. And I guess he had some lung cancer. So I mean, I, I guess the guy was struggling and suffering. But I mean, still. This guy, I don't care what anybody says, this guy revolutionary, revolutionized rock music. There was a good point that someone had brought up in all the, because that's all anybody was talking about on the radio, obviously, for, for the first few days. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't really done anything of no, of worth noting in 20 years and still greatest guitar player of all time. Yeah, they had uh, they had the album... And what a they, different kind of truth. What was that? 2010, 2009? The, the point they were making with that is, is that's how much this guy accomplished Oh, before he was 40. Oh, yeah. This, that, I mean, I, or 45 he or was whatever. Like, he was like 20 or 21 when they, when they blew up. I mean, they blew up in 78. That's a long time ago. Yeah. So, but I mean, he, he literally changed the way rock and roll sounded. He put... Had guitar solos before him, but it was like, oh, it's cool, it's a guitar solo. You know, next thing you know, it's about how now we've got a whole generation of music that's all about, hey, we're gonna play some music for three minutes and then we're gonna have a forty-five second guitar solo. Right. Uh, just I, I, I grew up just, just watching and listening right. and enjoying the hell out of it. I couldn't. I well, was, it, it sucks. The first when MTV back when MTV was actually real. Um, the video jump, watching him play the guitar during that. So it was yep. just like, holy crap. When was the first time you heard of Eddie Van Halen? Jump. Really? Yeah. First time I heard of Eddie Van Halen was Beat It. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know who he was. Until after And I he heard died. it. I heard it. And I'm like, who? wow, that's not Michael Jackson. And I did a little bit of research into it. And that's how I found Van Halen. Great story. Didn't take any money. Didn't want any money. No. Six, six pack of beer. Yep. 
So Quincy Jones goes to the store to buy him a six-pack while he's recording the guitar solo for Beat It for Michael Jackson. That's what he did as far as music went. He was always about, even though even though he had a huge ego, rightfully earned, yeah, rightfully earned, and, and it was the reason, I mean, apparently that, that David Lee Roth was the same way, so that's why they had their falling out. Nobody really knows what happened with Sammy Hagar, uh, you know, whatever. Had a, had a huge ego, but was also one of the nicest guys that you could do music with or be involved with, right. and went out of his way to make life easier and better for for rising stars and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, one of the, I mean, let's beat it. One of the biggest pop songs ever. Yeah, that uh, Billy Jean was kind of where Michael blew up, even though Michael was Michael before he was Michael. Right. But when Beat It came out, who didn't want to hear that song every time it, was, it came on? I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, it it was a huge thing on MTV, and I mean, it was played all the time, but rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, it's it was it changed music really. It did. And I mean, it was, just, it was super popular, but I mean, everybody knows Van Halen. If you, everybody. If you don't, what are we doing? If you don't, you're probably not listening. What are we doing? Yeah, and at all. We don't to want anything. you to if you don't know who Van Halen is. So just click stop and go watch Disney or something. So so because <laughs> so because it is top five for fighting, we did an impromptu top five list. Yeah. We're not going to go into it real hard. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, too easy. Yeah, it was. It was. Too easy. I have my five. You have your five? Yeah, I do. All right. My number five was Source of Infection. Okay. Off of the uh, OU812 album. It takes me back to college. Yes. And what was her name? (laughs) (laughs) Again, too easy. Yeah. This that song, uh, um, not very many of mine are, are like radio hits from Van Halen because even though I like their radio hits, they have some songs on their albums that were just right. They always spoke to me. Source of Infection. It's just like it's like a five minute guitar solo. It's just he's just going off the whole time. Right. Yep. Uh, my number five was off of I believe their first, not greatest hits, but their compilation they put out. Uh, it was with Sammy. It was up for breakfast, which is just awesome. And, Nine people out of ten will probably what? What song are you talking about? On their greatest hits album that came out that had a mix of Sammy and David, mm-hmm. Up for Breakfast is on there, and the guitar on that one is just awesome. Love it. Yes. And full of dirty little 80s innuendos galore with Sammy Hagar, of course. Number four is Out of Love Again from Van Halen 2, which was the first CD that I ever bought uh, because it was uh, $6.99 in the bargain bin. Some fans will argue that's their best album ever. It's their best. I, I think it might be their best David Lee Roth album. Okay. Um, while we're at it, are you, a, are you a Van Halen or a Van Hagar fan? Both. I think it's unfair to say which one's better than the other. I love them both very yep. much. I think they were a better band with Sammy Hagar because they could do more musically. But there's, there, is no down, there is no downside to Van Halen over Van Hagar. Two completely different singers. I, I agree. Two completely different sounds, I guess. To Van Halen is more bluesy. It's it's a more of a blues yeah. feel with rock, whereas Van Hagar is. Let's just put the pedal to the metal, and, and as I've he would say, let's take Sammy this WFO for a long time. So it's. I liked Sammy before Van Halen. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. Had some good shit. Hundred percent. VOA, probably one of my favorite songs by him. Montrose. Oh yeah. I mean, go, that's going back. That's I mean, going back. I've always liked Sammy Hagar. I agree. So yeah, I I think it's unfair to compare the two, and if, I mean it's always a fun argument, but there's there's no right answer. 
True. They're they're both incredible. Because it's very um about what is the word? Um it'll it'll come to me in a few weeks, guys. Subjective. There it is. Bam. See? I knew it. I knew eventually. Eh. Big word. It's a big especially for this little brain. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Number four. Um I had to make it a tie because I couldn't I couldn't argue but I couldn't come up with one over the other. Hopper teacher and ain't talking about love. Okay. Two they were always you just turn turn the radio up just a little more Absolutely. when he, when either one of those would come on um whether I was cutting grass on the headphones or listening to my Sony Walkman way back in the day um you just always one of those songs both of those were just songs that you just kind of turn it up a little bit extra Hot for teacher with that that beginning with the drums you Incredible. were like whoa I was listening to it on the way here actually that uh, that video is actually one of the reasons that uh, Tipper Gore started her whole "We need to rate this stuff" with a with a rating because there was too many there was too many bikinis in the in the video. Oh no! Oh no! Bikinis, titties, yeah, on a rock video. Don't watch Don't watch beach volleyball in the Olympics, Sh- Tipper. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, my number three was fifty one fifty off of the fifty one fifty album. All uh, right, I don't know why I I love it. It's just it's it's got such a great. Yep, and and a good solo. Absolutely, uh, my number three was Unchained. Good one. Yeah, it. I mean, the opening alone is like you know instantly what song. Yep. That, it's just yeah. That is. There's not a lot of people that care for that album, but I love. I I like all their albums. I, every one of their albums. There's not a bad Van Halen song in my opinion, unless you're talking about Gary Sharon, and we won't. We won't. We, we don't even. Acknowledge that's the that. album that we don't talk about. That is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull of music. It is. We it, don't it, even. It really it. is. Didn't happen. Ever. So I don't even know what you're talking I don't, about. Me either. It's crazy. I don't even know. Ice Cream Man is my number two. <laughs> because the first time I heard that song and I heard that guitar solo, I was just like, let's just play it again and again and again and again. It's still when I hear it, I'm like, what are we doing? Oh, I agree. What? How high and drunk were you? But still gets played. But that guitar solo still awesome. is so amazing. Yeah. Can't disagree. Speaking of guitar solos or just guitar in general... Uh, number two, right? Mm-hmm. Running with the devil. Yep. I mean, that's Gary Bettman's theme song. It's just he probably listens to that every day on the way into the office. They're talking about me. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Fair. Guess I'll just call Chicago and say hi. My number one is off the uh, off a nineteen eighty four album, but it's not the song that you think it is. It's Girl Gone Bad. Yeah. That, I heard that song come up a few times in the shows that I listened oh, to over the past fucking week. Fucking love that song, and I don't know how I don't know how they released the songs that they released off that album, and they were all hits because they had Panama, Hot for Teacher, yep. Jump, and I'll Wait, and they didn't release this one. I couldn't believe it. This is this is by far the best song on that album, and yeah. it's it's incredible. I'll probably have to listen to it on the way home. You should because I, I will. Um, I'd play it right now, but YouTube won't let us. We can play it if we talk about it. Oh, really? You can play snippets for discussion. Is it 30 seconds? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure what the actual limit is. We'll have to do Tell some... Tell you what. By next week, we'll figure that we'll out. We'll know the answer. I'm going to push the barriers on that song, but I'll tell you what. Uh, my number one is uh, the entire 5150 album. I love that album. Arguably, I think that's one of the greatest albums to ever be put out by a group. I agree. Ever, all time, end of discussion. I agree. Because of what you just said. Start to finish, it's awesome. It's incredible. Put it on a loop. 5150 or 1984? 5150. Okay. With Sammy. Uh, 
I, good enough. I can't Best of both worlds. Good dreams. enough yeah. makes you want to run through a wall. Yep. Get up. Uh, get up was really good. Fifty one fifties on it. Fifty one fifty. So uh, it's dreams. A, the the dreams. video with the blue angels. That was it, that was when it came out. Was that great. entire album I think is arguably one of the greatest albums to be ever ever be put out by anyone ever. Yeah, when I heard, All I remember time. when I heard that it was going to be Sammy Hagar. I was like, ah, I like Sammy, but is it going to work? And then from the first thirty seconds, you were like, Yep, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that's what I did. I was like, whoa, this because it was a different sound. It was a completely different sound. You know, like I said, the blues had kind of gone away, and you had you had it was just guitar heavy. Drop, drop the hammer, and we're gonna rock and roll. And I got to see them twice. I got to see them twice with David Lee or uh, with uh, Sammy Hagar, and I got to see them once with David Lee Roth. The time I saw him with David Lee Roth, it was like 2013, 2014. Not good. I mean, the music was still good, but David Lee Roth did a lot of this. He'd be like, yeah, I'm singing, I'm singing. Here's the chorus. Oh, yeah. And I'm he, like, I, I am paid to come. I paid to hear you sing it, you son of a bitch. He Vince Neil that shit. Oh, he did. He busted his ass. He was dancing around, and he fell right on his can. Oh, that's it was fantastic. It was great. He gets up and goes, that fall brought to you courtesy of Budweiser. I'm like, that wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't done that before. Come on, Dave. Right. Give me a break. Give me- <laughs> <laughs> that was off the top of my head. That was great. That was fantastic. That so was brought to you by Gus yep. Brew. So 2020 can suck me because you took Neil Peart and Sammy and and David Lee Roth in the same year. So yeah. bastards. For sure. And yet Nancy Pelosi's still walking around. All all of them. Come on, 2020. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah. I mean, you're not even trying you at know this what? point. Jesus. Maybe just saving it for the last Ooh. for the last week of the year. You uh you posted something cooking yep. up a finale. You posted something on Facebook the other uh, or on a messenger with me and Phil that I'm in love with. It says it's the last quarter of 2020. I hope we're playing the Lions. True story. One hundred percent. I mean, they were just on the bye week and lost twenty to seventeen over to, to the bye week. They lost to the bye week. It's crazy. Yeah, it's last second field goal. Good job, bye week. Bye uh, week's one and zero. One and zero. One and zero. Only played one game. Of course, they want to play the Lions. Why wouldn't you? I would. Duh. Uh, yeah. All right. So, rest in peace, Eddie. Godspeed. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm going camping in a couple weeks. Oh, you are? We knew the story. You heard about the camping trip a couple weeks heard ago? Heard about it. Oh, yeah. I stalked out a nice spot at Starkey Park up in Pasco County, which is 20, 30 minutes from my work. Mm-hmm. Oh, I drove by, took took the wife Drove by it and showed her. I had already seen it because I went by Saturday. This is how giddy I am. I've driven through this campground twice over the weekend. Do you reserve your spot? Yep. Nice. Yep. You got to. Re- There's only 16 campsites in this whole place. Only 16 for tents. They have three other sites that are primitive that you have to hike to. That's a little bit too much work for me. It is. I would never do it only because we bring too much stuff. They have a campsite that you have to hike 4.4 miles to. Now, on the upside, if there was like a big guys weekend and everyone, you know, we had carts and all that other stuff, could be kind of cool, but that's a lot of work. That's a long walk, man. I mean, I'm, a, I'm to the point where I'm running three miles a day and that takes 20 minutes. A walk yeah. would take. Yeah. Especially lugging shit. Yeah. Be- beers, of course. I mean,. I mean, you'd really have to pace yourself or just drink liquor, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of... Beer break. Um, no, so anyway, this campground, is it's like a 
you drive onto the in into that section of the woods and then it's, it's just like a big oval and they're all spaced out and um the spit we the spot we picked out like they're far enough away you're not on top of each other like you've got plenty of space in between the sites plenty of trees and brush and all that stuff so it, it literally it's nice we drove through yesterday and i was like i i gotta walk out there she's like jesus christ i'm like you don't want to go she's no just go ahead so i walked out there just fire pit picnic table they even have the charcoal grill mounted in the ground in the ground nice which is pretty cool that way yeah because then you don't have to bring the grill bring the grill you just have to bring the the charcoal nice so i just stood there i didn't hear anything like all i heard was wind going through the the giant ass trees that surround this place and i was like that's camping right there that sounds good this is mike camping so yeah we go in two weeks which fortunately unfortunately is michigan's first game who do they play minnesota it's seven. It's prime time game. They just yeah. announced today. It might be a pretty good game. So she's like, "What are we gonna? What are you gonna do?" That's the first week. They, I'm like, "It's simple. We're gonna listen to it while we sit by the campfire and just have beers together." Because it's just me and her going. It's just a getaway for us. That's good. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. And it's right around the corner. Like yeah. it's it's less. It's so a that, so that'll be the weekend before Halloween. Yes. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's uh, good so to go. Got that going, which is good. Good to go. Learned about a new game from the, the daughter. Okay. On your phones, there's this game called Among Us. Have you heard about it yet? No. Oh, all the kids are playing it. Oh, well, then we should jump all right in. All the kids are playing it. It's a murder game with these little cartoon characters. They're like, they look like the ghosts from Pac-Man. Okay. But there's different colors. And the premise of this game is actually pretty cool. There's a group of 10, and it's on like, the map is like a spaceship. And you just use your phone... Like with your thumb for a joystick. I have heard about this. And before the game starts, there's if you have a group of ten, there can be two imposters, and their job is just to kill people. But when someone's killed and found, there's a group meeting, and everyone's got to figure out. Well, I was with such and such. It's like Clue, but it's a video game, and it's actually a lot of fun. It is. Uh, two of the guys that play that work for me, Jason and Jeremy, both play it. Um, they don't work for me. They work with me. But yeah, uh, I was, they, and they and they can't talk enough about it. It was pretty cool because uh, my daughter wanted to wanted me to play. So on Saturday, yeah, it was Saturday. Amy was out on the boat with Bridget and them. So I stayed home and drove to the campground because I was so excited. <laughs> Morgan says, "Hey, let's play." So we got on the couch, got some blankets and pillows, and kicked back. Got all comfy. And she showed me how to play this game, and we—I had a ball. Nice. And it's a free game. It's just an easy, free. Yep. Like if you're, if you just want to sit down and, you know. And they take like what, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes each, each they game. Can not always. It just depends. Sometimes it's really quick. Sometimes it gets drawn out because sometimes it's obvious who the killer is. Yeah. Yeah, because every time yep. you want to vote, like the, there's a button you push in the in the conference room type area. Okay. Then it emergency. It's like an emergency meeting. Everyone gets together and they're like, okay. Who saw what, where, who saw what, where, why, or whatever. And the funny thing is, if everyone votes on a person, that person is kicked off the spaceship and you see their character float through space. And it'll say he was the imposter or he wasn't. So if they get together and they just vote willy-nilly and get the wrong people off, the imposters will win the game. What if we took that game and we made a couple of modifications to it? Oh, I'm, I'm all in. Bear with me. So instead of being a liar, you just have one character that's named Batman, 
and he gets kicked off every time somebody votes because we know who the liar is. <laughs> Instantly, my favorite game of all time. Ever. Already better than Resident Evil. It's it's <laughs> it's now the greatest game ever made. Oh shit, that's great. If yeah, you're not okay. sure, I fucking hate Gary Bettman. I, I we don't sugarcoat that too much here. Yeah, I don't think the, either um, one of us like him very much. The absolute worst team in the hockey league I'm last year got still, the fourth pick in the draft. I am still pissed at him about the labor lockout in 2005. Who's not? For Christ's sake. Who's not? Yeah, oh, a playoff team this year, a playoff team got the number one pick. Yes. Yeah. They were awarded the number one pick. Awarded. Awarded. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, get me off on a tangent with that piece of shit. Um, So, yeah, that's that was my week. That's that's a good week. That's a good week. I can't complain. Mine involved, like, some football and some work. Job's great. Um... Bengals lost, but I don't care because the direction they're going is I'm fully on board with the plan. And um watching the game, watched it with our buddy Nick, and he made it he kept saying, Hey, it's not a bad thing if they have a bad year and get another top five pick. Because you don't need a quarterback and you can offer a ransom for that pick. And I'm like, Yeah. And get yourself two or three offensive and, linemen because that's and, what they need. Oh a hundred percent. And yeah. then fix I, if, the defense. If I'm if I'm uh Zach Taylor, I don't even I mean my the defense is not that good. I don't even care about my defense for two years. Not having Geno Atkins hurts. Hurts. But if I can put three solid starting offensive linemen in front of in front of Joe Burrows, that makes a world of difference for your defense because now your defense isn't playing from behind. He got uh, hit way too much yesterday. Oh, well, that's, way a, too much. that's a really good defense they played yesterday. It, granted, it is Baltimore, um, but I don't know. We'll see. Good enough. Yeah. There you go. That's all I got for this week. You got no movie news? I do. Let's do it. I do. Honestly, I do. And as we were talking about before we started, it the movie for the movie nerd that I am, movie theaters right now is just depressing for me. It kind of sucks, yeah. I drive by AMC and I just like <laughs> I give them the look if I were to see my parents in public. <laughs> that look. Wow. Just saying. Um, wow. But that's fucking cold, bro. So when I say I have movie news, it's I work hard to find some good news for us to binge on. Everything, because everything is about what's going to happen in eight months or 10 months. Yeah. Almost. 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 Let's start. Let's start there. Okay. We are, what's the date today? Today is October 11th. 12th. Okay. Today's yeah, the that, 12th. Yeah, one of those. We are. Approximately two weeks away from Mandalorian season two, the shining star of twenty twenty. You're today's the twelfth. You're nineteen days away. Nineteen days away from Mando yep. season two. Yep, the North Star of twenty twenty. The one thing you can look up that has never gone away. True, which is great, right? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, d- dude, I'm. I'm into it. Yep. So there was a little tweet that went out. There's a show I have not. Heard about it, but Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay. There's an actor on that show. Uh, I've got it here. His name is Raul Coley. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing Sounds that. Sounds perfect. Some, Nailed somehow. it. Nailed it. K-O-H-L-I. I mean, it can't be too far it, off. Yeah, it's got to be close. He's got a tweet that it's he's... It's not Baumgartner, so... It's, there's been rumors that he was going to be tied to this next season in some fashion or another. Okay. So he said, I uh, wish he could be there celebrating people for with the House of Bly Manor because it's, I guess it's doing very well. 
but he says he's here filming something by himself and he's drinking a Coke. And in the background on his laptop, he's watching Star Wars Rebels and Ezra Bridger is on the screen. Ezra has a little bit of a in, Indian or not Asian, but um, Asian Hindu type feature, like facial features on Rebels. And this actor looks a lot like him. All right. And he's just got that conveniently in the background. You're going to you're going to get a lot of surprises on this season this Which, year. You, you you and I'm I'm fine with it because it's such a rich universe. Cuz guess what? I mean, this is going to be a hard show to promote, right? Nobody's waiting to watch this show. But little things that like that that come up just get you even more excited. Yeah, Disney will make an extra couple billion dollars in October when everybody renews their membership. It's I mean, granted it'll never happen, but Mandalorian is that one example that didn't need to see a trailer. Yeah. Everyone's going to log on first thing on the 30th when it comes out and yep. people are going to watch the crap out of it yep but little stuff like that that comes up makes it a little extra exciting because to tie in rebels to this story would be fantastic it would and if you've never seen rebels you're missing out totally as a I'm star still, still trying to get through it it's, i'm like um, in season two i think well your schedule is ridiculous the pope doesn't have the schedule that you have <laughs> literally it's ridiculous um, some other good stuff that's going to happen next year. Spider-Man 3 is coming out, and it was confirmed that Doctor Strange is going to be in it. Yep. This opens up a world of possibilities. Yes, that it does. could happen. A lot of questions. Instantly, everyone's already thinking that the Spider-Verse is going to happen with the other Spider-Men. Andrew Garfield, I swear to God, if Tobey Maguire shows up on screen, I will leave the theater. No, nah, they won't do that. I will walk they out. Won't, they won't bring back the other to- incarnations of, of Peter Parker. Tobey McBitch. If they do that with Garfield, I'm totally okay with that. If they do it in some instance, because they're bringing Electro back, Jamie Foxx, yep. how do you explain that? I guess we'll just have to I wait think, and see. I think they're just, I don't think they are going to explain it. I think they're just going to bring back Electro because they, well, they want to use him and they want the Sinister Six and they're going to just act like the other five Spider-Man didn't happen. Will they, though? Because the next Doctor Strange movie is the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. And if they're already if they're going full full all in on the multiverse, like DC owns, they do a better job of that than anybody. Um it's it's very possible it could happen. If True. it does, great. You know, True. everyone's you know super excited about the new Miles Morales video game, which looks incredible yeah, on the PS five. It really does. Uh, it's it'll course, be interesting. To be fair, everything looks good on the PS5. To be fair, yeah, every, everything. Um, so there's that. I thought that was pretty interesting. And then, how about some drama? Uh, how I, about I got enough of that shit in high school? How about some rumored drama Ooh. on the set of the Batman? Uh oh. Just saying. Uh, now again, this is all alleged. Chris, did Kristen Stewart show up? It's like the ostrich. Is Jacob there? Allegedly. <laughs> it's a sick ostrich. That. He was sent home for being out of shape, um, being difficult to deal with. At the Pattinson, the, yes, the um, sequels are now in jeopardy from it. Personally, I don't believe any of this stuff until Matt Reeves comes out and says it is. So, I mean, th- there's that. But then again, there's really not much going on these days. You know, turn on the TV; it's really boring. There's nothing happening. Yeah, um, I kid, I kid. But there's a lot of sites, you know stuff like that to just try and drum up stuff to talk about. And it, that could have been totally taken out of context from one instance, one phrase, one interview, who knows. But like I said, 
until that happens, until so Reeves many, confirms it. Yeah, I, I agree. So many different things get said, and so many things are misinterpreted. And you know, the he said, she said, where you, I, I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. So let's just till, until the out. video shows up of Christian Bale screaming at somebody. I think we'll just go ahead and good for you. <laughs> oh, good. Just I think we'll just go ahead and and say you know life's pretty good in Candyland over there. That's one of the best rants ever caught on so audio. It's, so good. If you've never heard Christian Bale losing his shit on the site on the um, set of Terminator Salvation, do yourself a favor and go look it up. It's incredible. It's yeah. Epic. He got. Uh, he he got angry. And to his credit, he came out and apologized later, and I guess, but it is incredible. Yeah, but he also only apologized because somebody caught that shit with their cell phone. Of course, it, they, it, of course, but it's incredible. It is good. Oh, good, good for you. <laughs> and it all happened just because someone walked across the camera. That's it. That's it. That's what yeah. sparked the the craziness. But anyway, pretty funny stuff. Last two things. This one. I can't tell you how on board I am with this more than anything. Vincent D'Onofrio really, really, really wants to be the kingpin in the next Spider-Man movie. And based on his kingpin in the Daredevil, yeah, I don't think there's anybody that could do it better than him. Probably not. He, he did. was terrifying, strong, everything. Like everything you'd picture the kingpin being, he crushed it. In my opinion. I think that casting that they had in those Netflix, even if you didn't like Jessica Jones, the casting for the characters was spot on. Yeah. I liked Jessica Jones. I had no problem with it. And you know what? Iron Fist was a little boring, but it was it was slow. But it was still I mean it was it was good. I mean it wasn't it, it was it was the worst of the four, yes. I oh without a but, doubt. But it wasn't like it was garbage. It was Only just really slow. Because in Richard has said this, good friend of the show, Richard. Um, they took the most skilled fighter in Marvel and made him a little whiny bitch. They, they Toby Maguire. They Toby Maguire. They Toby Maguire him. You beat me. I'm too fast. You are. You're too fast. That's I'm, what she I'm said. A, I'm on my A game today. Um, I just Vincent D'Onofrio was amazing yeah. as he the was. kingpin. He was better than Michael Clark Duncan. Brutal. Like that guy when he's slamming that guy's head in the door in the car door. Like seven times, and you just see the light splatters of blood. I, dude, he he's terrifying. Yeah, he is. And I think it would be great. But we could, we could call him Kingpin Pile. Get your fat ass off of my obstacle, Private Pile. Um, God, it seems like forever ago. It's like a totally different guy. But I don't know I, if he lobbies hard enough. I mean, who's going to sit back and say no? This isn't a good idea. Well, if they're going to bring the characters in and they're going to do the crossovers. They'd be stupid not to have the same guy that's doing Daredevil to to do it in the in the the in the movie. Think about it. The Kingpin is one of the s- main villains King, for Spider Man. Yeah, Kingpin is like Doctor Doom. He he's he's not just a bad guy for Spider Man. He's a bad guy in Mo- yeah yes. numerous Daredevil and stuff like that. But you know, a lot of the cartoons and stuff, Kingpin was always a bad guy. Always. Yeah. So I'm, oh yeah, I, I just think that would work out great. It would work out great. I'd like it. I'm in. Let's Last and lesser known news that I was pretty excited about because I loved the first movie, which is not a very big movie at all, but Stephen Lang. You know who Stephen Lang is, right? I want to say yes. More commonly known as the old bad guy, badass in Avatar. Okay. The jacked up Marine yep. Yep. type. Well, he just wrapped filming on the sequel to Don't Breathe. 
Did you ever see Don't Breathe? I have not, but it's put really, that on your really October good. list. In fact, if you want a suggestion for honey, you should watch this. I'm going to suggest Don't Breathe. Oh, um, listen to the premise alone. Okay, Stephen Lang. I know, I know about the story. Yeah, yeah, just a blind, crazy, somewhat PTSD veteran who just keeps to himself and his dog. And then these teenagers think they're going to, 20-year-olds or whatever, think they're just going to bust into this guy's house and rob him because it's rumored that he's got shit tons of money. Yep. Spoilers, he does. But this movie takes a hard left turn halfway he, he, or so He ends through. up, like, basically it's, becoming the predator. It's, um... Not, uh, in, not the predator, like, no, no, it's... I'm not even going to say anything more because it's that good. Now... I've heard it's really good. Keep in mind... The scope of this movie is very small. Didn't have a huge budget. Didn't need it. All happens in his apartment. It was filmed in a house. Yeah. In this old, creaky, wood floor, like, scary, backwoods Virginia-type house in a neighborhood. Walks his dog every day. Normal as hell. Shit goes south quick. Yes. It's it's a... I'll say this, because we all know I love Halloween. It's a great October movie. All right. Great October movie. Very small, very, like, it's got that feel of just a tiny little, something you'd see pop up on Amazon Prime or Netflix, but very cool and creative the way they did it. Gotcha. That's all I got for movie news. All right. Digging. Digging hard. I know. Well, we have two more things we can do, and then we'll take our break, and then we'll come back with uh, uh, a guest. Things will get bloody. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's do triple trivia. Oh, okay. What do you say? Yeah, you know what? Why not? Do you remember the last movie? No. Interview with a Vampire. Yes. I still remember Tom Cruise attacking that guy at the very end. So good. Little Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Like that line in Deadpool. You're my Kirsten Dunst. (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, Okay. A lot of people in that movie that you could pull from. Brad Pitt. I mean... Tom Cruise. Okay. Yeah. This could go one of a hundred different ways. Okay. The word fuck is said 90 times. <laughs> I mean, that's every movie we put out today. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. And it's not departed. No, it's not departed. Anytime I hear that trivia que- that question, departed comes up. So, it, I mean. Or Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. That, that's another one that street. always comes up. What was it? Uh, the. The Irishman had a bunch. Yeah, it did. What was Scorsese the one? Scorsese likes to swear. What was the one that just came out with uh, Sandler? The one that he was supposedly going to get the act of gems, uncut gems, uncut gems. Yeah, that I that's think supposedly is the record holder. Yeah, it's like two hundred and forty something or right. some shit like that. Dude, f bombs galore. So that man, that's tough. All right, I don't know. Okay, so I, I gotta I gotta figure how I'm going to read this one without giving it away. The stars role, the stars dual role. As this character in the movie. Okay, so the star played a character and then he played another character in the movie. The dual role as that character was so secret, in fact, that one of his co stars who played one of the main characters told The Hollywood Reporter he didn't know about it until late in production. And according to the director, the result is another character who might give the lead actor in this movie yet another franchise to headline. That's very vague and weird, but I can't give you the names because it'll give the movie away in Tropic a heartbeat. Thunder? No. 
Really? Yeah. Because no. I didn't, I myself didn't recognize Tom Cruise until halfway through that movie. Gotcha. Dual roles. Let me tell you how secret this role was. It was so secret that I've seen this movie probably 10 times. I did not know the person playing it was the person playing it. Is it Tom Cruise? It is not. It's not Tom it's Cruise. It's not Tom Cruise. I'll, I'll tell you who the person is if you want. Who's the person? Brad Pitt. Well, I mean, that would be my only other guess. Kirsten Dunst hasn't, mm-hmm. I mean, aside from Spider-Man, how much? Yeah. I know she's done a lot, but stuff that really jumps out at you. Yeah, you know, nothing that we would know enough to play triple trivia about. Brad Pitt. And it's not not Deadpool 2, because he's in it once. <laughs> yes, it is. It is Deadpool 2? Deadpool 2. <laughs> what was his second role? Ryan Reynolds' dual role as Juggernaut was so secret, in oh, fact, that oh, co-star yeah. Stefan Kapichik, who plays Colossus, told The Hollywood Reporter he didn't know about it until late in, in production, and, to the, and, and according to the director, the result is another character who might give Reynolds yet another franchise to headline. I was thinking of um, Brad Pitt showing up as the invisible guy when he hits the... That's why I picked it, because yeah. I'm like, he was in it for three, three screenshots. Yeah, and it was seconds. Yeah, it was it was brief seconds, three frames or something. Yeah, uh, the third clue was the playground they fight in at the end. Yeah, you know what other movie that's from? Deadpool two. Yeah, do you know what other movie that 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 screen that the uh, the playground is in? Oh, the playground itself. Uh huh. No, it's the same one used for Sarah's nightmare in Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Really? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. cool, right? Yeah, that scene with Juggernaut was fantastic when he rips him in half. It's just. <laughs> Um, just crazy. There's a lot of trivia on Deadpool 2, obviously, oh, with sure. with Ryan Reynolds. Um, I didn't go into, I didn't go deep into it. Uh, but one of them is uh, Blake Lively, mm-hmm. his wife. He she came up with the term short cock in it. Really? Yes. Great scene. <laughs> Great scene. You just straight up short cock in it. Maybe all we've right. all been there. Um, let's do top five feud, and then we'll come back after our break with our. Guest oh, and my our... new favorite game that we've implemented. It's my turn this week, ladies okay, and gentlemen, so to fall on my fucking face. I did no, I don't I think you'll do better than than you anticipate. Okay. I'm gonna get out my buzzer. So keeping with the theme of Halloween. All right. I did the top five highest grossing horror franchises of all time. Franchises. This is franchise. Okay. okay. So so I didn't want to because I know you're not a big horror guy, but I wanted to narrow it to where you still know pop culture very well. So I wanted to make it at least fun. All right. And trying to come up with stuff to be fun but not difficult was very tough. But I will say that even though this is deemed horror franchises, don't automatically think gory, bloody, just gore fests. Yeah. I have one that I want to say, but I'm already not sure if it is or isn't. There's one on here that most people would not get that I think you will get. That's the only slight hint that I'm going to give you. Now, because you could look up 10 different websites and you'll get 10 different dollar amounts, I went off Forbes. I mean, mean, fair enough. If you're going to go to money-related stuff... I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not going to argue these, so... Forbes is pretty credible. No, this is U.S. Domestic, okay. This is domestic only. And there was one movie on here that they showed the adjusted for inflation. Blew my mind. But anyway. All right. So top five highest grossing horror franchises all time domestically. Well, I guess you got to start with Halloween. 
trust me, I thought that was a given. Yeah, me too. And when I was like... Just because there's been so many what? Halloween movies. Correct. That was the same reason that I thought the same thing. This is the one that I think is in there, but I'm not sure, and that's Alien. Number one. That's Yeah, because Prometheus was huge, eight and films. Aliens, eight films. Yeah. Eight films, total gross of $590 million. Now, for a bonus point, can you tell me which one made the most money? Are we adjusting for inflation? No. <clears throat> Didn't give me the option on this one. That's tough because... I, it's very tough. I mean, Aliens was so big, but Alien 3 was so widely anticipated, and then there was Prometheus. I mean, I, I got to go with Aliens. Damn. It's the first one. $279 million. Get the fuck out of here. I that was 1977. I, wow. Trust me. I know. I, I was like... That's got to be because of re-releases and shit, but that's okay. Special editions, director cut, all all that stuff that came out. I mean... Made sense, because that's still considered... As as far as the Alien movies go, that's the best one. Right. Aliens is an amazing movie, but it's not a horror movie. Right. Was that the one you were saying that wasn't really... You didn't... No. No? Wow. No. Shit. When I saw that at number one, I was okay. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, good enough. it, It really does. Now... I will throw in an extra hint for you. Okay. There is no Jason, no Freddy, none none of that stuff. Holy shit. Correct. Oh my god, I don't even because, know what, I don't even yeah. know what direction to go now. Which is a a valid hint cuz you could easily go in those directions, but those are not on the top 5 all time. So what you either domestic. have now, so what I have to see now is I have to have a, a a franchise that's got four or five movies that all made a lot of money. Correct. Or a franchise that has three or four movies where one of them was a monster. Correct. Hmm. I will say, there's one of those movies has that category. One monster. As far as income. Revenue. Okay. How much that bitch made. <laughs> we had to play that game. Right? Um, How much that bitch make? There were a lot of Chucky movies. But they, I don't remember him being huge. Okay, I'll say this. Fuck Chucky. He's not on the list. <laughs> He's Why? a goddamn doll. Because it's a doll. <laughs> oh, don't Damn it. started on that movie. Damn it. Um, wow, I am completely drawing a blank. Some I, of I, these. I see, I see you out there. I don't want to cheat. Yeah. I don't want to cheat. This is a I fair think, contest. Yeah, I got somebody in the hallway trying to give me hints. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, we need we need to come up with hold like we we way, do because Jeopardy I'm taking music. I'm taking way too long. No no no. Hey, uh, this, is a, this is a contest. This is for valid points. Complete. I'm completely. I'm. Uh, wow. Franchises, multiple movies. Yeah. Um. I'll give you. Oh. Another. Um. The Purge. Damn. Only three movies. Yeah, but yeah. But, hey, listen, huge. you're not going to hear me argue because I'm talking quality wise. Those movies are fantastic. Why? Because that's a scary thought. See, so now we got Now we got to be talking something like vampires or zombies. 
I still can't. I still. I'm. Look at you! Holy crap! I will say no. No. Oh, you're you're just you're just watching me. She's just watching. Watch- the marketing is just watching me fail. Yeah. If this was, if this was movies about you know, stupid stuff, I'd nail it. Wow, <laughs> I feel, I feel really dumb. It's, I really, really do. I'm I'm gonna tell you what. As soon as you hear these, oh, names, I know I will. You're I'll be, like, be oh, like, God uh, damn it! I, I in my mind, I'm trying to roll through what I've got in the in the DVD cabinet out there, and I, I mm-hmm. can't. And if I if I give you the slightest hint on these, it's, it, gonna, it's just gonna, it, give it's gonna give it away. I will give you this. Gee whiz. All four of the remaining movies topped out in the $400 million mark in that range, in the 400s. Jesus, I feel stupid. You won't. Or will, as soon as you know what the names are. Stephen King. Give you this. I'm not a fan of two of them. Stephen King doesn't have any... I mean... I mean, there's The Shining and Doctor Sleep, but Doctor Sleep didn't do very well. So it's, I, I mean, The Shining didn't make three hundred million. Plus, you're only talking two movies. Yeah, right. I, I feel like I'm taking too long. So I mean, I, um, hey, again, competition. We don't have any commercial breaks. We got to worry about. That's true. Think it out. That's true. Who wants to be a millionaire? Of this shit. You know how every person on that goddamn show's got to tell a life story, yes, just to come up with. I remember the when Nile I was eleven. River. I remember I was eleven, and my mom and dad went to a movie, and they wouldn't take yeah. me. Yeah, the answer's Oreos. We got to hear about a camping trip they went on yeah. eighteen years ago, where Uncle Fred murdered Merle. I don't know. Just I, say the I, answer. I really, I uh, am. I, I'm I'm drawing an absolute. I'll give blank. you one last hint. All right, one of these. Started in the 70s. Well, I could say two, but you already guessed Alien. It's a tough one, I know. It's that I. Well, when you hear it that. It was like me with you, Mel Gibson last yeah, week. There's so many. But you immediately associate those franchises like Halloween and Friday Correct. the 13th, Leatherface, and, and, and all that stuff. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which did surprise me because there's been a boatload of those movies, but. They just don't do very well. Yeah, they only make like 30 or 40, and then everybody watches them at You've home. You've got your small group of fans that will watch it, and you know it, it's not a blockbuster by any means. 70s. I mean... You have mentioned this movie in this sort of category before. Last hint that I'll give you. Like it's sort of a horror movie, but it's not a horror movie? Correct. I don't, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to have to punt at this point. Um, I mean, you got two strikes. Throw one out there. Yeah. You got a point. You didn't get shut out. And you did pick the number one. Still pretty good. Well, yeah, I, after I got, after you told me, after you told me about <laughs> the four that weren't in there, I mean. <laughs> uh, I can't think of a, a monster horror movie that came out of monster. Um I I'll go with um honestly I don't even I don't even have anything I can I, I at this point I'm I cuz I I'm 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 fixating on the franchises and I can't come up with any franchises. I mean uh the, the Dawn of the Dead that's 
a great movie, but there's just not enough of them. Yeah. So. Uh, my, my, she probably knows all of them. She probably knows. Stick your head back in here, Marketing Angel, for just a second. Would you like to take a guess? Conjuring? Yep, number two. Unfortunately, you're right. Jaws? Yep. And I was thinking Jaws. That was the and, one. And one more, other? One, one more. One. So she said Conjuring, Paranormal Activity, Jaws. She Three of them. This is why, you know... The fact that Jesus the Conjuring the and the Paranormal Activity made this list right? disgusts me. Uh, me too. And that's me saying that. <laughs> I tried to watch Paranormal Activity. The first one, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Is Blair Witch Project one of them? No. It's. I mean, it was. Well, the first it, one was huge, was, but the second one was garbage. So it, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. What's thirteenth on that list? No. No. No slasher movies. Well, there's no that there's no slasher movies in in this list at all. What? Uh, no. Give me. Give us the fifth one. Saw. God damn it. Saw. And the one that How made the. How did I not get that? I know. And the one that made the most money was number two. Which I saw at the theater. Saw too? Because of how much I like... Nobody enjoys a Saw movie, but with how... And I've said it before, how I was blown away with yes. the end of Saw. And I won't even spoil it. If you haven't seen it, shame on you. But the yeah, ending was so creative. It was so original that I... Like, I watched it with my niece, Kristen, way back in the day when we lived up north. Yeah. And the ending was just so good. Wow. Saw the second one in the theater. And it's uncomfortable, but it's just a... You put your the reason it's so scary is because you're putting yourself in that situation. Yeah, like, and it's and it's not a it's not a, a movie where the pe- where you got some guy running around killing people. You no. got people having to make a conscious decision to kill other people am when they I, wouldn't normally do it. Like, am I gonna push a button to kill this person there, or am I gonna cut my own hand off? Yeah. Like, they're stuck in these traps. It's the yeah. best way to describe it. Yeah. That's what they call them in the movies anyway. Uh, Paranormal Activity made four hundred and one thirty point three six million dollars. How many were there of that? There's five, six? Too fucking many. <laughs> I don't know the final answer or the final number, but that was the number five franchise. I think you're probably not far, four or five. I, again. I know there was a four. I think there was a five. That was fifth? Paranormal was fifth? Correct. Um, the first one made the most money out of that one, which was $126 Because it, it was a due the, premise. That found footage. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb. Jaws was number four. Four films... Totaling four hundred eight million dollars, but the first movie, it only gave you an adjusted for inflation total amount. Jaws one is responsible for one point one four billion dollars. Jaws Jaws was the first movie to make a hundred million dollars at the box office, and, and that was in nineteen seventy seven. And it made the entire country not want to swim. Yeah, it did. And if I remember right, hurt tourism to beaches after it came out. Oh, it did. It did. And it was so popular, Which is crazy that, to think about. Yeah, of that money that it made, uh, uh, that franchise made, eighty uh, percent is probably from Jaws because yeah. Jaws two was acceptable, three was Off garbage, and four, what? Which funny enough though, three, it's one of those movies that I'll still watch if it's on cable. It, yeah, you know why? Louis Gossett Jr. Oh yeah, he's That's good. At it. Yeah, so good. Uh, number three was Saw. Okay, seven movies, four hundred and fifteen million dollars. Saw two made 120. Crazy. In the conjuring. Really, people? That's really they have been some popular movies, man. Come on. It's massively popular. Yeah. The franchise four four movies made four hundred and twenty five million. I'm surprised that those movies are that popular, but the Annabelles aren't. 
Why? Because it's a fucking doll. Because it's a fucking doll. That's why. Um, garden shears movie roll credits. Right. Um, stove roll credits. <laughs> stove. Microwave Le- next. I mean lighter fluid. Hockey stick roll credits. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Come on. Hollywood try harder, uh, but I I can't even say no because it's making money. No, that was dude, that was a good list. The I first one made one hundred fifty five million dollars. I fucking failed hard. Hey, you got a point. So it's yep. three to one. Yeah, but it's it's early. It's early in this round. It is, but I should have been better at that. But you know what? The, I, that the, now think about that. Think about that. There are ten Friday the thirteenth, and there's more than that. Because you can technically count the remake in 2009. The remakes, and you can count Freddy versus Jason. 2009 version, the remake, my favorite one. I have not. I've, I've Out got, of all, it's free on demand right now. I've got to. I've got to get to those. Out of the whole gamut of them, the remake in 2009, my favorite, hands down. Everybody knows who Jason Voorhees is. One simple premise, or one simple reason why. He's fast as shit in this movie. It shows you how he took with the tunnels he and stuff. Runs. No, he doesn't just do the lumbering walk, waiting for bitches to be tripping. <laughs> he flat out sprints in this movie. Nice. And yes, it does. There's a tunnel system that they show how he gets around Camp Crystal Lake so fast. It's awesome. There's there's eleven or twelve of those. It's not in the top. Now, when I say awesome. It's awesome in the realm of the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, right? We're not talking Saving Private Ryan here, correct? I'm just talking fun. Like Jason is a is a threat, yeah. Like a legit, like oh, I could outrun him. I just got to not trip on a log. No, no, no. You're not, not outrunning. You're not outrunning this, Jason. How many Halloweens were there? Seven, eight. I mean, there was one. They, they just had one two years ago. One, they- two. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull Part Three that wasn't Michael. Four. Five and then six. H2O. H2O. H2O, the beginning. Um, So I want to say... The two remakes eight, from from Rob Zombie. Which are legit. And, and A lot then, of people shit on those. Yeah. Those were legit to me because and, they and, were more scary. And then the newer one, the newest one. Which we just watched last weekend. Yeah. I, I can't believe... I can't believe those aren't in the top. So that means that of all those movies... That means that of all those movies... Those mo- that, that that many movies they made less than four hundred million dollars. That's yeah. Wow. It, it, trust me, Greg. No, I, I trust. Was as surprised no, no, as you. I trust you. I, but that's I was, that's what threw me for such a loop when I was looking at. Now, granted, this is Forbes list, but they kind of know money pretty well. Well, I mean, there that's not opinion from Forbes. That's straight up. The, this is how much they made. It's kind of their thing, right? It kind of <laughs> is. Uh, yeah. Quick quick note on that Halloween movie, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. The best thing about it, it ignores all the other ones. It's a true sequel to the original. It, it really does, yes. It's uh, Yeah, it's fantastic. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to be back with uh, yes, a guest that you just heard from. Me too. I'm wore out. And then uh, a couple of uh, neat things for you. Sweet. So, Greg, do you like meat? More than life itself, Mike. Do you like to grill? More than life itself, Mike. Who doesn't, right? Because uh, we're men. Of course. American men. American. Who does not love to fire up the grill during the summer? And just have a good old-fashioned meat cookout, right? I know who. I know. ISIS. <laughs> they don't like to do that. True story. Right. But we here in America do. That's correct. And I guarantee you that's not going to happen without our favorite barbecue sauce. Ever again. Or hot sauce. Or Ever anything. Again. Guess who makes it? I don't know. Mike who? I'm going to tell you. Tell me. 
And that's not water barbecue. Not with a water K. barbecue with a K. Yeah. Oh my God, it sounds delicious. Tell me about it. Greg, <laughs> let me tell you this. When you go to slather on this barbecue sauce from Not Water Barbecue, <laughs> on whether it's chicken or ribs or whatever you're doing, you'll hear angels singing over your shoulder while you're putting that barbecue sauce on your meat. It's true. It's incredible. Or if you're going to do up some wings, you use some of their world-famous pepper sauces. I prefer the mild and the hot mixed together. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I challenge you to find me a better sauce. I know that people are tired of hearing about it, but you're going to have to keep listening because this stuff is absolutely amazing. You will not find a better sauce. Yeah. And Period. As if that can't get any better, Greg. Once you hit them with some other better, with, with some good news. Not Water Barbecue has lowered their prices across the board. Yes, let me tell you about how they've lowered their prices across the board. They basically everything they've knocked like I think fifteen percent off their normal price. Now you get free shipping at twenty five dollars, and if you use the code Fighting Ten F I G H T I N G one zero, you get an extra ten percent off of your order because you are a fan, family member, and friend of the Top Five for Fighting podcast. What we call it is a meat VIP. It's a meat. V- you know what? That is what we call it. I got it written right here, and I didn't say it. Show me anywhere else where you can go get a bottle of the best barbecue sauce I've ever tasted for four ninety nine. You can't. That, it, it's insane. It's and stupid. It, it, it's crazy stupid. It's it's just dumb. But seriously, if you have not tried this, do yourself a favor. Order a bottle of their sauce or their pepper sauce or their dry rub. Their dry rub is fantastic. They have two rubs, their original or the sweet heat. And when I say sweet heat, I mean sweet heat. As Philip Eddy says, it's a game changer. Phil, no lie, broke the system because he ordered so much they ran out of stock and we had to wait for them to get restocked because of super fan Phil Eddy. Yep. But in all seriousness, do yourself a favor. Try Just try it and I dare you to not like it. Not Water Barbecue, K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. That's Not Water with a K. Code Fighting 10. You know what's even more impressive than what's their sauce? more impressive than their sauce? That we just did this without even a script. That's right. We just well, It's so good we could do this off top of our head. For an hour and a half. Because most people just read off advertisements and they're like, yeah, I got to read this, such and such. But no, we use it, we eat it, we love it, and we will sing it till the end of time. Not Water Barbecue with a K. Yeah. All right. Break's over. We have a guest that will not be on camera because she refuses to be on camera. So me just alighting here a little I, bit. I didn't agree to, to your um, media waiver. So yeah. Well, some paranormal activity shit going right, on right yeah. here. It's I'm just hello. I'm your spooky Halloween disembodied voice. Welcome the uh, marketing angel who uh, takes care of all of our, you know, to the to the YouTubers here who may be watching us and not listen to us for the first time ever. I don't know. All two of you. All two of you. Um, she handles uh, all our media relations type stuff, and she's my wife, so I have to let her on the show, apparently. <laughs> um, okay, so I did forget to say this uh, about Triple Trivia. I did write down one piece of trivia because I it blew my fucking mind. Ryan Reynolds is the third person to write a comic book based superhero film that he also starred in. Care to guess who the first two were? Shit, I wouldn't even know where to guess. Wrote and starred in. Wrote and starred in? Yep. Um, damn, that that's a tall order. Does the marketing angel have any ideas? 
Could you repeat the question? I'm going to say Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Ryan Reynolds is the third person to write a comic book-based superhero film that he also starred in. No, not Iron Man. Not Iron really? Man. Yeah. I could see him having the smarts to do I, that. I could, too. Um, MCU? One of them is. One of them is? One of them is. Shit. 2015 was the MCU, and the other one was 1987. Um, Captain Marvel? No. Flash Gordon? No. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> as much as we love that movie, I don't think that you'd want to take credit for having written that. Yeah. I um. still say that stump scene terrified me as a kid. Oh, me too. The, the, me too. The, With tense, the, ah, the yeah. tension of sticking your arm. That's yeah. like the blood the blood scene in the thing. The tension. Yeah, that um, stump's name, I think they nicknamed it Jenna. Just more movie trivia. Um. Shit, MCU. Trying to think of the franchises. Chris Pratt? No, because that was James Gunn. He never ages, and he's a national treasure. Paul Rudd? Yeah. Really? Ant-Man. I did not know he wrote Ant-Man. I did not know that either. No idea. Is there anything Paul Rudd can't do? The answer is no. He can't age. Yeah, he's immune. Um, the other one was Christopher Reeve, Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. I, we can tell that that was not written by a professional writer because that movie sucked ass. And that's why you don't There's, let certain yes. people write movies. Anything Paul Rudd can't do is give back my heart. Yeah, for yeah. real. Um, we typically do. We typically do a box office and the the movie uh, stuff. Um, I'm going to do it real quick because we didn't do it earlier. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty quick and basic and brutal. Uh, yeah, it's pretty brutal. Uh, there was a new number one movie this week, The War with Grandpa, Robert De Niro's family-friendly, whatever you want to call it, $3.6 million. It was number one. I give a shit. Uh, two was Tenet. It made $2.1 million. Hocus Pocus was third at $1.1. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes. We can put Hocus Pocus in theaters, but we can't put all the other stuff that we've talked about. Um, uh, the releases are coming up uh, tomorrow. Batman, Death in the Family comes out on Blu-ray. It's an interactive Blu-ray. You get to choose the fate of Chris Todd. Yep. Jason. Jason Todd. Uh, October 15th is the Mortuary Collection. It is a movie that stars Clancy Brown. That's right. A.K.A. Mr. Crab. Um, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the guard in, um, Shawshank Redemption. Was, yeah. well, you, uh, it's a story about a, a, mortu- a mortician who tells stories about, you know, funny deaths from his... He was also the dad in the second Pet Cemetery movie. Yes, he was. Yeah. Um, he tells stories about like the deaths that he dealt with and then finds out at the end that he's telling a story about his death. I don't know. It's weird. Honest Thief, another Liam Neeson movie. Yawn. Alone. Uh, let's see. Who's in Alone? Donald Sutherland's in Alone and it's about, you know... Uh, a, 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 no, he doesn't, unfortunately. Damn it. It's got something to do with how he's holed up and there's a pandemic going on. Don't No idea what those are talking about. A uh, movie called Shithouse, Martin Eaton and Don't Look Back. And that's Shithouse? Your- yeah, that's, that's your basically movie. Basically, all the movies that are coming out. Pretty much. That's that's. There you go. That's. And shouldn't we talking about Clancy Brown? Shouldn't we always refer to him as the Kurgan? Absolutely. Because better to burn out than, than fade away. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to rewatch that. They're movie. great. I, <laughs> such a good movie. Yeah, I. It's w- totally under the radar. Nobody knew about that movie, and it was so good. Okay, so what we do last year, you know, the second annual. New Halloween candy tasting edition. Oh, look, there's my hand. There's your hand. Ah, disembodied hand floating around. It's paranormal activity. We can make ourselves a shitload of money, Mike. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
And you can't call the Warrens because Elizabeth is dead. We're going to have it chased by Chucky. I don't know, I guess. Fucking doll. So uh, what we do is we go out and we try and find all the new candy that's been released this year. At Target. At Target. (laughs) And we're going to taste them for you. We have quite a few here. Um, Mike, what do you want to do first? Do the bat gummies have pot in it? Uh, no, we, one no. Could only, one, one could only hope. All right, then let's skip that one. <laughs> just, what are, just do the just do the gummy. All right. The what are these? Are bat gummies? These are the Haribo uh, sour bat gummies. Yeah. Of course, I won't try and do that gross. <laughs> Am I doing it? Those? No, no, no. I just I'm just conscious about doing it. Yeah. I mean, it tastes like gummies. And they're sour, but but they're fun little bat, bat shapes. Okay, I mean, hey, I'd that, pass them out. That's what you'd expect, right? Yep. Okay. For sure. Thumbs up so far. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for the one that is just probably the one that nobody wants to try. The boogers. These are called boogers. This is what they look like. What? What? What, what am I picking up here? It's the yellow yellow and the green. Of course. That's the box. These are boogers. These are boogers. Tangy, gummy boogies that look and feel real. Kind of like a soft Skittles without the taste. Without the... Without the... They're not... Behind it. They're not not sticking to my finger, so they don't feel real. (laughs) Yeah, they, um... They don't really... Yeah, there's not much there. The flavors are snotter melon, sour green boogie, and slime apple. So, I mean, eh. are they good? Eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Eh, Am I going to go out and buy some because I want them? No. no. Nope. That's all what right. we call a hard pass. Yep. What's next? Um, well, I've been dying to try the Witch's Brew, the Kit Kat. Okay. I'm going to show that to them on because the, I can't the bags all now, messed up. How much can you actually do with a Kit Kat besides change the color? Well, this is supposed to have some kind of marshmallow tasting filling, and they are covered in the green, which I'm assuming is the white chocolate. Having said that, buy yourself an apple pie Kit Kat. Because really? it's straight up heaven. Apple pie. Amazing. Is there moonshine in it? That's the only thing they could do to make it better. Honestly, these are pretty good. Can't quite put my finger on what it tastes like, but it's actually really good. It's supposed to be marshmallows, a little too sweet for me. Oh, it is. It it it's got a. a it says it's crisp, right, crisp, crisp wafers and marshmallow Did flavored you say cream. Quisp. 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 Crisp. Cool. Whip. The fucking the the, the sugar's cool kicked in already. I can't. Uh, crisp wafers and marshmallow flavored cream, naturally and artificially flavored. Yeah. So these are supposed to taste like marshmallows. I, that's, that's, I gotta say, it's a little bit of a letdown. I, I, I think I was kind of hoping for more. I, I actually, I think they're really good. I'm, I know that that when Richard hears this, he's gonna go scream, "No, no!" But my, I think the pumpkin ones were better. This shit. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, All right, we're just gonna do that for everyone. Me and you, we're just we, we we won't say nothing, and, and then we'll just vote. I, good. I like it. I like it. Okay. All right, pick one. Um, let's just get right to it. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Okay. Um, you want to show them that? I will. Okay. So this is a Franken cup. So when you look at it. And what it is, is, as you can see, it's a Reese's, but the bottom is like green and shit. Yeah. 
Well, it kind of looks like his head. Like, you, that would be his hair. Uh-huh. There's a peanut butter cup. <laughs> so I'll waste them. Yeah, up. it's good. It's a peanut butter cup. I That's mean, exactly what it is. There is there is nothing fancy about it. It's just it's just looks. If you were to blindfold me and give me that, I would think there's nothing different. I agree. That, that there's nothing because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I agree. All, All right. right. The next one is the we'll do the Hershey kisses. Yeah, right. I've been looking forward to these. These are the vampires kisses. Vampires, so, vampires kiss. They are filled with a strawberry they cream. They have um, artificially flavored Nick Cage. Whoa. Yeah. Strawberry cream. See what you gotta do is you gotta bite into them because that. <clears throat> Giving them a good look. Thank you. <laughs> Thumbs up for sure. Oh, yeah. I forget that we actually say thumbs up because it's still a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I just caught that, right? <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, there you go. Everybody's like, what are they doing? Like, yeah, dude, say something. Yeah. That, so when actually, you bite into the kiss, it, so it looks like nice and bloody. And it, it does. does. It, 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 it tastes like a... I like this. Good. I mean, for, for looks alone, that's, that's a good Halloween treat. Yeah. I'd pass that out. I would too. That's really good. I wouldn't egg a house if they gave it to me. All right. What's next? It, ta- it reminded me of a chocolate covered cherry. It oh. did. Yeah. It really exactly. did. Which I love. I I do too. Really um, good. Uh, let's try the the Werther's cinnamon cream. That's the gold one with the purple band on it. Okay. These are Werther's caramels. Werther's. They have come up with three flavors this year. Um, autumn Can't lose flavors. The Werther's. Um, so we got the pumpkin spice and we got the cinnamon cream. We did not get the apple caramel apple or whatever. I mean, it's Werther's. I like you get a nice little burst of that cream. Yep, thumbs, thumbs up, up all the thumbs way. Thumbs up all the way for those. That's good. Enthusiastic thumbs up. I got to find the apple one. It doesn't, it doesn't spill out, but when you bite in, you get a little burst. It's, it's like, really good. Almost like one of the, almost like a gusher. Remember the the, the fruity candies with this mm-hmm. with juice? But I need to find the apple ones because I bet the apple ones are really good in mm-hmm. that flavor. Yeah, really good. We're on a roll. It's a lot better than last year. Yeah, last year there was some a shit. A lot better. There was some shit sandwiches I'm still, in last year. I'm still year's. brushing my, t- my tongue every day from the damn pumpkin pie Kit Kat. <laughs> I have um, PTSD from some of that shit that we ate last year. These are all, so far, all really good. good. You know what stands out? The Kit Kat. The Kit Kat, I like. Yeah. I really? Do. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Got a handful more to go, but. Yeah. All right, who's next? Mike's um, next. Pretzel. Pretzel? Okay. Let's go for the pretzel. This is a, a caramel apple pretzel. Fudge cover pretzel. Mm. That is that is Target's uh, Archer Farms. Line. Good night. Yeah, I think that's the best thing I've eaten so far. Yeah, thumbs going way up. Way on that. up, like way we just, up. We just siskled and ebered that shit. There's two <laughs> thumbs. That's really good. Um, Jesus, you could destroy a bag of those. Oh. Watching a movie uh-huh. or whatever, or Gla- camping, glass of milk, or camping in two weeks. Um, I mean, what's? I'm not sure what these are. The M and M's. There's M and M's. There's the uh, there's Jelly Bellies. The Jelly Bellies, and then there and then are some the pumpkin. Um, pumpkin. If, if this spice is one of those trick almonds. ones, no, no. Okay. The Jelly Bellies are. 
The, I got the flavors right here. Hold on. Caramel corn, green apple. I thought that said hash. Jewel grape soda, jewel wow. orange, and wild yeah. blackberry. All right. The uh, the one with the speckles on it is the the candy or the caramel this, corn. Yeah, this is the caramel corn, I think. Caramel corn? The, All right. Yep. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. I mean, if, if caramel's in anything, it's going to be good. The problem is with those. They're so small. You need a handful to throw in your mouth to to make it taste good. Yep, I agree. Yeah, that was good. The caramel corn was good. Yeah, okay. I'll try. I'll try the apple one as well. All right. Which one's the apple one? That yellow one. Green one. The green one. The the other yellow one is orange. Yeah, I think they That's just ran out of flavors to put in there. Yeah, they this did. is not a oh because they call it the Jelly Belly Monster Mash. But I mean, yeah. I, I, it's they're jelly bellies. There, there's not enough there to yeah. get me excited. If you like jelly bellies, you'll like those. Yeah. What are these? Which ones? The oh, those M&Ms? are pumpkin uh, spiced almonds. Pumpkin spiced almonds. Whoa! Every mom in Target just perked up. Yeah. It needs chocolate. It needs a layer of chocolate. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to make that noise into the yeah. microphone. It's a little disappointing. I was kind of hoping these would be better. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a massive pumpkin guy. I love pumpkin pie. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I'm going right. to keep so my thumb. Is... I'm going to keep my thumb right there because I can appreciate it. Right. But it's not it's not my thing. So this is another Archer Farms. I love treat. me some pumpkin pie. I I like it too. I just I just feel like if it had a, if the almond just had like a thin layer of chocolate like a Jordan almond with a quart of Cool Whip on it. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Yeah, like, really good. You would want a Jordan almond shell on it or just a no, real thin like layer? No, like okay. the pumpkin would be the outer shell and then the little thin layer of chocolate around okay. the almond would probably make it feel yeah, a yeah. Oh, yeah. Good little enough. bit better. Sure enough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're not awful, but they're just not a pumpkin guy. So, mm. See, I would take a tablespoon of Cool Whip after that. that and it oh, would taste perfect. Those in cool Whip? Oh, my mm. God. Yeah. So, um... Why don't we move on to the Werther's pumpkin spice flavored okay. caramel? Oh, wait. These Werther's are different? Yep. yep. There's an orange uh, stripe. There's an orange stripe and a purple stripe. Oh, shit. I already ate the orange stripe. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. So you had the pineapple. You had the... You, so this is your review on the cinnamon one. The other one you ate was pumpkin. Oh, cinnamon? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to like it. Love me some cinnamon. That's why you were looking at me with three heads when I said there was a little burst there. He didn't get it. There's mm-hmm. no burst in this one. It's just solid caramel. That's really good, too. You know what? <clears throat> it's worth Those it. are really good, but I don't taste pumpkin. <clears throat> Do you? Cinnamon got me. <laughs> Do you taste pumpkin? I, take a, I taste a little bit of it. I think the, the, the caramel kind of takes over. but Delicious. I don't have any complaints. I think the cinnamon cream one is better. Yes. But it's different. I mean, that's that's that one is more of a both good, a, just a, a caramel. And then these are the M and M's. I think we did these last year and didn't realize it. These are the the cocoa crisp. The cocoa crisp. We did do those. Yeah, yeah. And if I remember right, they were delicious. They are. That's one of those. Like a Nestle's Quick. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Oh, I just had the grape uh, jelly belly. And? That's really good. Yeah. All right. That's a good round of candy. I, you know what? I didn't have any bad ones. None of those would be in my top five worst. Mm-mm. Those were all really good. 
I mean, those little tiny things I could do without, but it's not you like mean they the jelly tasted, bellies. It's not like they taste bad. Yeah, like you said you needed a, a small handful. They're jelly bellies. You know, they, they are mm-hmm. what they are. I, I got to tell you that I'm really surprised that to me the pretzels, my top pick of this whole bunch. What's your top pick? I mean, we can't say the Reese's Cup because the, it's a Reese's Kit Kat. The Kit Kat. Kit Kat was damn good. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm gonna tell you what. I I think I, I think I'm gonna go with the cinnamon. Cinnamon boy, Worthers. I tell you what. I tell you what, boy. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the cinnamon. The cinnamon Worthers. I really. That was really good. Yeah. But the. But you know what? The pretzel and the Kit Kat would probably be my number two. I'll tell my number you what. Three. If I buy any of these candies, I'm not passing them out. I'm going to pass them out to my mouth. Little kids aren't getting any of this I'd stuff. I'd be like, trick or treat. It's too good. Have some pennies. Okay, here, <laughs> here's your orange-wrapped fake caramel. <laughs> is there yeah. a more recognizable Halloween candy than those no. is it, things? Was it caramel or was it was it toffee? Oh, it was taffy. peanut butter. It was, it was peanut butter. Peanut butter taffy. Caramel, it, yeah, yeah Brown that toffee and is the best description of it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. You get like a thousand mm. of them for three bucks. <laughs> And they never went away. You had them like never went away. In like nineteen eighty seven, and you're still passing them out like nineteen eighty nine. And we still ate every one of them because it was candy. Because it was Halloween candy. That's that's for sure. Yeah. All right. That was a good round. And now the reason that we get together every every week. Yeah. Mike's this Mike's fun. decision this week, uh, because he is more versed on the horror movies than I am. And uh, Marketing Angel wanted to sit in because she is more versed on the horror movies than I am. This week's top five list is the most creative kills in a slasher movie or a horror movie. I, these are just my favorites. They're your favorite? Also, oh, they're not your most creative. Uh, you could put them in that category. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely, you could. I, these ones just, like I said, this list did not take me long at all. It took, I, me, I, took me a little while. I had to think about it for a total of about four minutes. It took me longer to look up just to make sure I had the right movie that it was in than to actually do my list. What are the chances that we overlap? How many, how many, how many, you think we'll have 15 different kills? Yes. I think, uh, if anything, there's probably one that you and I might overlap on. Okay. I don't think you guys will have any of mine. Okay. I have an honorable mention that I have to get to beforehand because this is one of my favorite deaths in a movie, but I don't think the movie ca- qualifies as a horror movie. Was Gary Bettman in a movie? Yes, he was. It's called <laughs> Killing the NHL. Yeah. It's it's called Me and the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Maximum Overdrive. A 90-minute cocaine-fueled Stephen King. Can you I know what, guess which one it yes, was? Yes, you can. The soda cans. Absolutely. Yes, it was. The baseball, Little League baseball coach gets taken out by a Pepsi machine yeah. or a soda machine. It shoots sodas at him and kills him. And then the steamroller runs over the kid on the field. Epic. Epic. That movie is like 89 minutes of hot garbage. In Which is why Stephen King should never minutes. direct a movie oh. ever again. And hasn't since. Mounds and mounds of cocaine. That's fun. I'm, that, that's... I'm I'm glad I picked the right scene. Yeah, I don't I don't I couldn't qualify that as a horror movie because it's not. But but it was just a great death. It's not, but it is. I like I get it. But yeah, you're right. The best thing about that movie was the soundtrack. Oh, All AC/DC, AC/DC for 45 minutes. Yep. Love it. Fantastic. You going first? Yeah, I can go the first. Guest, oh, that's guest. right. That was an honorable mention. That was an honorable mention. Good one. Thank you. Solid one. Okay. Um, my number five um, comes from probably one of the first horror movie parodies 
there ever was. A terrible little B film called Student Bodies. And uh, it's actually a tie because the killer in this is called The Breather. And of course, he likes to punish people for having sex by killing them. Um, usually the female in some odd way, and then he'll put the guy in a trash bag, black trash bag. So um, one of the kills is you see him kind of going over all these potential things he could use to kill somebody, a knife, a rope, a hammer. All solid, solid weapons of destruction. Great picks. But his hand, as it hovers over his choices, stops at a box of paper clips. Oh, I remember it. And then, later in the film, a girl is killed by a pair of horse head bookends. Okay. Horse head bookends. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, sure. Creative kill. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a stupid kill, but a, creative. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a smashable weapon. I, I'm okay. Fair enough. Pa- paper clips. I, that's inventive. Yeah. I, n- ooh. Now you could go ape shit at work. Right, and you could kill somebody with paper clips, and you'd be like, "I'm, I'm, gu- I'm not guilty because I saw it in the movie." Yeah, ah. it wasn't me. Uh, my number five was the Tucker and Dale versus Evil wood chipper scene, and I know that the, the, I can't the, even say anything about it. I know that there's been other scenes where they use a wood chipper, but just the just the way it triggered the dialogue, these kids are just throwing themselves in the wood chipper. Uh, it was. It was great because, you know, if you haven't seen that movie, what are you doing? Number one. But it's shame. Yeah, it's a movie that even I've seen. Shame. Uh, It's uh, all these kids die on accident, basically. And one of them tries to kill Tucker. They they uh, they think that the rednecks are the killers and trips and falls into the the wood chipper. It's 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 great. He doesn't fall in the wood chipper. He dives. Launches himself. Yeah. (laughs) He dives into the wood chipper. Uh, Yeah, I will say that is the best horror comedy movie uh, i think i like that even more than Shaun of the dead that movie was, them's fighting words it just <laughs> it one-ups itself after they're, every kill they're both extremely good i'm yeah, not yeah no no Shaun of no, the no, dead I know, yeah, I know no i know you're not but i can see why <laughs> when i, I you watched say that, yeah T- tucker and dale i was like who how yeah. did you how did you come up with this <laughs> yeah and how did it take it i mean it was a struggle to get it made on top of that that shows you what right. movie movie companies know it's yeah, that, that movie, flawless. All right, all right. My number five is I. I had to mic this list up somehow or another, and this is where I'm going to do it. Every trap in the Saw movies is just like okay. Which one of you guys came up with this idea? One and two. How bad was your upbringing and how rough was your life that this came through your head? <laughs> um, I will narrow it down to one, and that's the reverse bear trap. Where if you picture a bear trap in someone's mouth that it's rigged to open up rather than close and it just completely rips a head open, um, it's just uncomfortable. And she has to kill a guy to get the key out of him. Correct. Yeah. Yes. And then it does show up again later in another movie where it, it, it ends just like you think it would end. I haven't I haven't seen any of the Saw movies. Uh, probably never will, but I have... I give them credit that they're fairly inventive. If I had to say watch one, it's just the first one. Because after the first one, that you can't catch that lightning in a bottle twice. Right. Because of the originality and, I mean, Danny Glover's in it. Yeah, who, Carrie always. Um, yeah. It, Princess Bride. It's uh, it, it, the ending 
is just you don't get that quality of an ending in movies anymore. Gotcha. We're like, I, I didn't I see that coming. Yeah, it was a shocker, that's for sure. Yep. But yeah, every trap, every trap in all those movies is just absolutely morbid. Have you seen any of the Saw movies, marketing lady person? I have not seen the Saw movies. No, I haven't. Gotcha. Torture porn ain't my jam, but understood. There's a yeah. There's no need to watch. I mean, it, they are what they are. Gotcha. First one, good movie, really good movie. Gotcha. All right, your number four, ma'am. My number four. I'm gonna pull from an obscure, um, not Is, so great movie. Isn't that what you did with your fifth one? Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna put this under the category of give the give the lead singer a hand. Uh, it comes from Idle Hands, in which the detached, possessed hand of the protagonist, um, and I can't remember which band it was. I don't think it was Green Day. I think it was somebody else that was actually playing this band at this high school. Um, comes up and crawls up the lead singer and just scalps him. One quick move. Yeah. Like with a with a knife or a weapon or no, just with rips his, it with off? the hand. The hand grabs him and tears his scalp off. Talk about a shitty hand job. I don't know, or a really strong one. Yeah. Ouch. Guarantee that hand was 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Idle hands? Idle hands. All right. Stoner comedy from the 90s. Makes sense. Fair enough. My number four is from the movie Hannibal, and it's when Hannibal Lecter <sighs> is feeding Ray Liotta his own brain. Unforgettable. Woof. Un shitty movie. Unforgettable scene. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie because it was it was that was supposed to be the follow up to uh Silence of the Lambs, right? And um but man it had so much promise too. Yeah. God, it had so much promise. Well, look at the character that you have to pull from. You got Hannibal Lecter for guys. Well, yeah. I've been watching the the series. And Ray Liotta. We started. And it's you know it as you go through it obviously it's got characters from Hannibal and 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 all of you know the, Hannibal and uh, Red Dragon um, because Will is from Red Dragon. Red Dragon was very good and um, so it it starts moving into some of those things with the pigs and 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 all that so it's now listen it's I think it's we better don't need than to talk about the Ohio State cheerleaders. <laughs> yes, well done, sir. But well um, done. bump. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I think the series is much better than the... Great call, though. That's that's demented shit. He's so drugged up, and Hannibal's just literally cutting a piece, grilling it in a wok, and feeding it to him. And he's like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, it's weird. just morbid. All right, number four from... We already talked about my favorite movie in the series. We'll talk about the worst movie in the series, Jason X has one specific kill that's head and shoulders above everyone else. And that is where a space reincarnated Jason takes a unsuspecting hot blonde, dips her head in liquid nitrogen, and then smashes it on the counter. And it is just glorious. It's so bad, but it is so good at the same time. Um, I mean, it's Jason in a sci-fi movie. Come on. Yeah. Right. And even in the beginning, how they go back, like it's 2000 and like, tw- not 20, uh, like it's so far set in the future. It's like 2041 then, or something. It's way, like, so let's just say 100 years in the future. They go back and they're excavating Crystal Lake area and they find, they just do a, they're doing an image search or whatever and they find a body 
so they cut it out out of the frozen tundra, bring it back in the spaceship and thaw it out. It's Jason, of course, and they have regenerating technology. He accidentally gets put on that table and oh, of course accidentally gets turned, accidentally turns it on. Um, horrible, horrible movie. Guilty watch every time it's on, just because the kills are so bad. But nice. that head smash. I've it, seen. I, I I have not seen all the Jason movies. I have not seen any of 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 ten except that. It, and it's, it's you're like when he's got the space age like chrome yes. mask that gets put on him. Oh, it's like, so weird. On, Seriously, I could have came up with a better movie than this, but I can't stress enough. Ho- October, watch the remake. Two thousand nine. Okay. All right. Super good. Okay. Not that you will, but I'm just saying it. Anyway. No, I mean that we've <laughs> said we've we've said that um, it's tough we're, to get to all these movies in one. That's month. the problem. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's tough. So that, that that's my number four. Head smash. Perfect. Head smash. It's your turn. Oh, Hulk smash that shit all right. <laughs> yeah. To do this. For sure. Smash, smash. And smash. there's no blood. It's just little red ice cubes. Yeah. Well, That's... it makes sense because it's frozen. Yeah, exactly. Liquid Knight, could you... Oh. Could like, you imagine... That... It only hurt for a second. Oh, brutal. Brutal. <laughs> all right, Susan. All right. Uh, my number three uh, comes from the category Use What You Got from Black Christmas, and it is when Margot Kidder gets stabbed to death with a glass unicorn. What? Nothing. <laughs> was that on your list? Yeah, it was on my list. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you took one from my list. She did say there was going to be one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, did. there there was two. <laughs> so I'm going to have to switch. I'm going to have to pull a fast one. Uh oh. Why do you have the wood chipper? Yeah, the wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> tough right. to leave that one out. It is tough. Uh, okay, so my that it's okay. So it was. It's my number two. The like, the unicorn is my number two because it's just so it's just so ironic. If you haven't seen Black Christmas, um, don't. <laughs> I haven't, so thank you. I mean, is it a good movie? Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. But the ending will straight up. I was like, fuck that movie. Fuck you. Twice. Don't, don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Right? I mean, I'm no. okay with the death and the dying, but the way it ended, it's just... I, if you haven't I, seen it, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I just it Nothing a, ruins a movie quicker than a bad ending. Yes. I good. don't think that the ending was bad. I just think it's the kind of ending that... It's not what you want from your from your movie. It's not the ending that you're looking for. It was a good. It was a good ending. Go, no, it just made uh, you angry. I mean, the the movie in and of itself is kind of campy because it is an early slasher. Um, but I just I didn't find the end. I'm, the ending is supposed to be somewhat disturbing, so it is. There it is. Is it I, Sleepaway Camp bad? No, it's not Sleepaway no, Camp no. bad at all. It's, no, um, no, no. Not many things are. No. <laughs> True they leave story. a lot of questions unanswered. And oh, they, I hate that. Yes. I, I, I was like, I, no, ah! do not Empire Strikes Back me because there's no way that you're going to be able to successfully follow that up. Yep. What was Black Christmas was 77, 74, 76, 76. I, I mean, Margot Kidder's in it and she's got a foul mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, and she gets. Oh, good. and she, uh, what's her name from the Second City TV's in it, too? Um I have to think about it. I don't have my computer on me. What's her name from Second City CTV? There's like 80 of those. <sighs> she's got... She's going to say that in She's kind yeah. of... Um, she's odd looking. She's oh. a big buggy guy. She was in uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding. She was in... No idea. <sighs> big big Fat Greek Wedding to two guys. <laughs> no. Great. Now I want a Euro. <laughs> now I want a Euro. And some windows. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not... It's actually for for when it was made. It's actually very well done. 
Um, it's not super gory. It's not super bloody. But it just at the ending, I was like, oh, really, man? You know, it's just kind of one of those like you're building up, you're building up, you're building up, and he was like, right. but yeah, he kills her. He kills her with a crystal unicorn, which is to me is absolutely hysterical. That uh, is funny. My number three was uh, Scream, the girl that gets killed by the garage door. <laughs> first of all. Because it would never fucking first happen. First of all. We, well, okay. You, you, there you go. You already said it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean no, that kind of goes in the use what you got category because yeah. that just went wrong. And that's kind of like, okay, are we doing this kind of? I was trying to. What's that garage door hooked up to? A V eight? Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> six cylinder. It's got a six cylinder. I was trying to close my garage door the other day. The damn thing wouldn't go down. I come to find it, there's a spider web across the eye. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, but still, um, you know, as far as movies go, Scream is amazing. But yeah, yeah that that I remember watching it, going, there's okay, another come one on. Coming. Oh, there is. With Nev Campbell and uh, what? Courtney? David Arquette, Courtney Cox. Yeah, there's another one coming. Ugh. Because because why? Who doesn't like to get paid? <laughs> Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. There we go. That's, okay. that's who was in it. Andrea Martin. I don't know who that is. Me neither. Oh, um, number three. You guys don't know anything. <laughs> I stay in my lane. Uh, number three came from Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, which it to me is the standout kill in that movie. There's a lady in the rec room watching TV. Cute little blonde. I can't remember her name. She's one of the ones that are locked up in the insane asylum or whatever. And she's watching the TV, and then all of a sudden, Freddie's head kind of pops out of the top of the TV, sprouts massive arms, grabs her, jams her right into the TV, and utters the best line in the whole franchise, welcome to prime time, bitch. It's yeah. just, it's just Freddie in a nutshell. The first, the first Nightmare on Elm Street was like groundbreaking, you know, because oh, it was it, so different. It's as far as the best one in the series, and then, without a doubt. I agree. And then two was good, but two was different. It was like creepy, and it wasn't as gore. I mean, there was some blood, but in three they decided to do the '80s thing. That's and just where the make sarcasm it started. And the sarcasm and right, yeah. And it wasn't just Freddy, you know, killing people with his things. He was turning it. Was it? Was that the one where he turned into the motorcycle? Or was oh, that number God, four? No, you know, you know what I'm like, my God, was, come I think, on. I think that was four or five. That's when they turned him into a Saturday morning cartoon. It yeah. really went down that road. It but, did. again, the remake with Jackie Earl Haley, horror movie. Yeah, I heard it was really, um, really he. Th- there's no funny dancing Freddy. Or th- there, it's a straight-up horror. Like, he is a monster in that movie. Who plays Freddy in that one? Jackie Earl Haley, the guy mm-hmm. from Watchmen, Rorschach. Um fantastic in much better opening scene with the backstory of freddy being hunted by the parents uh much more elaborate on the origin of freddy just overall start to finish if you like those movies that one is my favorite in that whole series as well but the first one is still i remember seeing that scared yeah like well when johnny depp shit. went blowing out of his bed in the waterbed like old faithful except it was just a geyser of blood. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that one really stands out. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Yep. All right, number two, Marketing Angel. Uh, number two, um, I guess we'll we'll cross the line. Is, is it horror? Is it not horror? But you've got to go with uh, Gluttony from Seven. Ooh. Can't, Thriller. Can't get your mind out of it. It's still not the most disturbing still. kill in that whole movie, but. Which one do you think would be? The most disturbing one? The most one? disturbing one. Uh, lust, for sure. 
What happened with Lust? I can't remember. The Lust is he pay, he had some guy wear a, a knife oh, that's with right. a prostitute where his um, something else should be. That whole movie is just dark and sick. And and you know what? Those are we've talked we've kind of talked about it before. And that's a very good one, by the way. That's because uh, the gluttony is one where he wraps the guy on barbed wire and makes him eat and eat. Force, and eat. yeah, force yeah. feeds him spaghetti yeah. and makes him be in- that. That's the type of movie that really fucks me up because that's not outside the realm of possibility these days yeah oh hell no you know what i mean i mean like freddie okay fred jason okay no look at all the real life serial killers over the history yeah of the united of not the united states but the world yep. yeah john Gain, wayne gacy john wayne gacy al bundy I, al bundy <laughs> still scoring <laughs> touchdowns oh, God. um not i mean it's not you're right it's not far-fetched <sighs> it's not at all Oh, and speaking of serial killers, have you watched Mindhunter yet? No, it started to, and it just, I guess, wrong day. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell, is this a documentary? What, what is this? No, like, it's, it's, a, just, it's, uh, it's a dramatization of, it just, of um, real life stuff, but it doesn't. It, I, haven't, I, ha- I haven't watched enough of it yet, no. It's it's good once you get into it. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure the wife of all females like that dark murder shit. For example, Criminal Minds. You know any females that don't like that show? I don't. I don't ever never watched it. Never watched it. No. Okay, so you get a pass because you've never watched it. <laughs> yeah. And the horror movie background that you have, that I'm telling you, you open that box, you're not coming out. I think with mine, mine hunters, it's because it's based on you know, it's not you know exact. They they take a lot of, lot of liberties with the lives of the of the the FBI agents, but because it's based on real life work that they did and real life serial killers they talked to. It's interesting, and they got into um, in the second season where they were talking to like Manson and um, oh, who's the who's the son of Sam? What's the... oh um, John Leguizamo? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, they had but the actors they bring in to play those roles, right? Spot on, just amazing. Criminal Minds, great show. The stories they come up with, uh, it, it's a great show. It just always gets joked about because it seems like all women fall into that. They love that show. Amy does. Morgan does. She's already watched it all. Who stars in it? Is there? Is that the reason why women can't do it? No. Well, of course, yeah. Um, I can't remember the black guy's name. It actually got his own series, SWAT, on TV. Oh, I know you're Shamar about, Copeland. Yeah. I think his name's Shamar Copeland. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. There's... It's just a really good show. Now, is Criminal Minds the one that the story arc goes four or five episodes, or no. is it one? It's it's one per show. The majority of it is just single episodes, sing, okay. single in its behavioral science unit out of Quantico. They get dispatched to cities. Um, there's some really good guest stars in these sh- in these episodes that are just freaking dark. Uh, Tim Curry still has the scariest, most disturbing appearance on that show out of all the guest stars that they've had. He plays a guy that is just straight up horrible. Nice. He's like fat. He's got a gross beard. He's unrecognizable almost. Dude, His I'm eyes are right kind of puffy. <laughs> um, but anyway, great show. It's def. It's def. If you like that kind of stuff, it's a. It's not cheesy. It's a great show. Okay, I know it was very popular. Extremely popular. All right. So you're, that was your number two, right? That was my number two. And what was it? It was. Uh, it was. It gluttony. was gluttony. It was gluttony. Yeah. Uh, my number two was uh, Crystal Unicorn from Black Black Christmas. So. You guys called it at the yep. beginning. No, it said, no, enough said. 
Um, number two out of Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers, was, and of course, it's the gorgeous blonde with the big boobs, gets a, impaled with a shotgun and hung on the wall like a piece of art. Yes. She's just hands up, scared, and instead of running the other way, Michael just jams the shotgun in, lifts in, in the process lifts her up and sticks her in the wall, and then just walks away. Like, oh, which is which is like, like, oof, right? But then, kind of repeats what he did in the first one, where he picked the guy up and stabbed him to the wall. Into the wall, yeah, yeah. Similar, but the fact that it was a shotgun, yeah, right. And he chose not to shoot her. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick you up on the wall because you know why not? You know how strong you have to be to shove a shotgun through somebody. Oh well, you haven't seen the sequel yet, right? The the recent one, Jamie Lee Curtis, the the newest one that we were just talking about. I've seen it. Yeah. When he drops the teeth over the door. Oh, yeah. Come on, uh, man. Yeah. Oh, that was rough. Oh, just in the favorite part of the movie, favorite part, because we just watched it last weekend, is how they make reference to her being in a cage her whole life. And then at the very end, when he's down there, she's not a cage. It's a trap. And then she shuts the blades things. And I'm like, fucking. Yeah. Good for you. And then somebody came. Oh, like, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, so, yeah, Michael Myers, shotgun on the wall. He's going to call it a shotgun wedding, but they didn't get married. <laughs> she got married to that shotgun, though. Yeah, she did. They consummated that relationship hard. And quick. Yes. All right, you're number one. Well, this is where we crossed over. And uh, so my number one was the wood chipper. Okay. But uh, just to throw, right. throw some audible. extra stuff in. Yeah, I'll call an audible. Um, and we'll go dark. And this one's been Hannibal, too. Um, and it's called This Little Piggy Went Munch, Munch, Munch. Um, it's oh. when the guy gets fed to the hogs. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was that guy. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. That was Gary Oldman. Ooh. Yeah, On, that was you would never recognize him because of all the prosthetics. But Yeah, you wouldn't. Holy cow. Yeah, when he, when he feeds him to the hogs, man. Oh. But you weren't mad about it because the guy was such a dick. Yeah. Yeah, this guy. For good reason. Yeah. He was mutilated, but stay with Hannibal because in in the third se- uh, second third season that guy comes around. And he's much younger, and he's I think he's played by the guy who played Joker in Gotham. Um, Cameron Monaghan. I think so. I'll have really? to double check for you. Uh, he's sound, his voice is he's got the very the, underrated Joker. <laughs> um, but alleged he, Joker. He's an ass. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That that's a great call. That that is. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, my number one, just because it's so creative and it's funny and it's it hurts to watch, is um, Jason Part 7 with the sleeping bag. So that's my number one. <laughs> that's my number one. Absolutely. The new blood. It's the all-time favorite. Dude. The thud. The just crunch. The, just the sound. Like, oh, my God. Just the overall motion. Yeah, and how inventive is that? You know what I mean? Shut up! She's screaming. You see the kicking in the bag and the screaming and the um, and he's just like, Crack! and then just walks away. Oh, just leaves it there on the just ground. Just leaves and walks it there. Away. Hope you're okay. Damn it! My, we had number one, same one. Well, Crazy. It's an it's an epic scene. It's so for it to be number one really doesn't surprise me. And oddly enough, makes me laugh every time I see it. it it's just. That's- that's why I picked it too, because it's, you're like, this is so horrible, and yet <laughs> it's just funny the way he does it. It just oh, it's bad. I yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, 
Whew. All right. Great. That's that's all I got. That's all I got. What about you? That's all I got. How come? I don't know. Haven't watched a whole lot of horror movies yet this year, and it's already halfway through. Got to get on it. Through. Today's only the twelfth. Yeah. There you like go. Three days For before sure. it's halfway. Plenty of time. Yeah. Um. Well, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, just Google Top 5 for Fighting. Yep. Uh, th- we got an episode up yesterday. We had a couple of glitches, but it's taken care of. This episode should be up today. So you you can watch when you hear. Um, pay attention to, if you would, our Patreon page. Uh, 33% of everything that we get uh, will go out to uh, deployed troops. This is important. Repeat that. All right. Pay attention to our Patreon page. And why, Greg? 33% of all the donations that we receive from our sponsors will go towards care packages for deployed servicemen. Correct. Servicemen. Military men and women. Military men and women. Deployed. Uh, you can find us at uh, top5forfighting.com or at top5forfighting on Facebook, uh, at top5forfighting on Twitter. Oh, I've been waiting to do this. Hit the like button. And subscribe. Yeah, and, and subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, tell all your friends about us. You can see our beautiful pusses here, right, right here on the hey on the thing. Don't cost nothing. Hi, there's there she <laughs> go. Uh, actually, right now, uh, next week when we do this, we could have three people because the second camera will be here in two days. And um, I mean, that's get, it. Uh, get Richard's ass. When in you here. asked yep. me if I had anything more, was that my invitation to plug? Maybe. Oh well, you should have told me that. <laughs> You're the marketing whiz. <laughs> Sugar well, crush, I, right? Sugar crash. Right? She's like, ah! No, she's coming down. I am. Well, I'm, Mike, Mike has picked a movie for Honey. Honey, down. you should watch this for. Have us. you now? Yes. Uh, yeah. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. I almost want to train. I I almost want to sub, sub that in for the new Friday the Thirteenth from two thousand eight. Hmm. Yeah. Which, which one you you want to pick? Friday the Thirteenth. The the remake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Friday the Thirteenth. If you can okay. get Don't Breathe in this month, please do. Okay. There you go. All so right. There you go. So uh, I have spoken. <laughs> so that is going to be a honey. You can should watch this. I I would movie? recommend that. Yes. Okay. Because it's October. Are you going to join us? Maybe. Maybe. Depends if you like it or not. Because <laughs> if you don't like it, why <laughs> well, would I? No, why would I come in here and get shit on for an hour? No, You're not going to get shit on though. I'm that's totally the whole kidding. point. I'm you know? totally kidding. He's, he's listened to enough episodes to know that we don't shit on it. We just might have things mm. with it we don't like. No, we right. just shit on twins. No, you shit on twins. <laughs> From The Shining? No, twins with Danny DeVito and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. She doesn't like twins. <laughs> She's not alone. You don't like twins? Uh, it's it, when I was like, eh, all right. I mean, okay. Oh my god, I'm by myself on this one. You're all alone. When, just wait. I, do I, is this the island that I pick to make my stand, or well, do I move no. on? It has a chance to redeem itself because when Triplets comes out with Eddie Murphy, they may be able to to bring that back. Do what? <laughs> what? Now? True story. Sequel. But it's going to be called Triplets with Eddie Murphy. They find out that he's their third brother. Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and and Dan, and Eddie. Eddie Murphy. No. Yeah. No. Now, I'm all about... You're welcome. I'm all about them make, <laughs> remaking Twins with Jason Momoa and Peter Dinklage want to do it. 100%. That would be epic. 100%. Epic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's yes, perfect. That would be perfect. I would subscribe to that. I would subscribe as sure. well. Anything else? Oh, you didn't punch. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't punch. Greg and I have a podcast that we do together called "Honey, You Should Watch This," and we just uh, use it to kind of explore different our different tastes in movies because 
he likes certain movies that I don't, and I like certain movies that he don't. He don't. Oh, that's good grammar. Uh, no and one cares. It's the interweb. Yeah, <laughs> we all graduated, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. That's right. I did my so time. So I like I watch I watch movies that he wouldn't normally watch. So we introduce each other to those movies and uh, we talk about them. Yeah, and it's fun. Uh, we do. Yeah. I mean, the last the last one we did was Road Warrior. Road Warrior, and yeah. uh, we're going to be doing Behind the Mask, the Just story of Leslie Vernon. Just walk, walk away. away. <laughs> it'll, it'll never get, it'll never escape my brain. Ever. Never, never. It's ingrained forever. Um, that's it. Everybody that's it. have a wonderful weekend, week, whatever the, whatever it is, whatever floats your boat. And, um, we'll see you next week. Subscribe and like, bitch. You won't. <laughs> I dare you. He, he dared you. Hey, triple dog. Dare. Triple dog dare you. He's, he, look at that. He skipped the, du- the double dog. Broke protocol. I'll slap it on the table right off the bat. Do it. Have a nice week, everybody. Later. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me. <laughs>